All right. And we are live, united, and back. The last word with Laura Cognito, Igbantis, Ty Guy Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening. Dia- oh, D- Destiny. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> you one. are not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lil- uh, Sabbath dude, I mean Lilith, I mean... <laughs> podcast what's going on we are it feels good to be back first of all good to see your faces missed in the interviewing and talking with you gentlemen so let's start with the cheetah of course how are we doing mr 200k diablo video person uh well i mean yeah that one exploded that's actually what pushed me over the top over the weekend uh, i broke a hundred thousand subs on the channel so we got the uh the official, uh, it's at like 100,500 now or something. The video, what a Diablo guide. The algorithm was shining on it very nicely. Mm. Um, so it's like, it's got traction that I haven't seen on a video in a while. So it's doing well. So that pushed me over the edge. Um, and then I was watching kind of the timer over the weekend and I did a live stream. And I was working on a solo flawless dungeon and I had a little sub number up in the corner. So we kind of did that. It was through the first encounter, working my way. And it was an Ekthar. Like, I think it was in the middle of the fight or near the start of the fight. I, like, ticked over to six figures. So then I went through the Ekthar fight, got through that, die in the stupidest place, mm. like, on the way to the final boss. And I was like, oh. shouldn't have died there. It's in, like, the, the, the big, open, giant room with the ogre at the end and the wizard's. That are kind of floating throughout. Y'all mad for this is Travis talk. Y'all mad for I had to be. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's like it's basically mm-hmm. between the the final traversal section before you get to the boss, um, the final boss. And I just like botched a jump, and it was just stupid. But then I actually was just like I was still chatting. There were people there. We were having a good time. I went to do the final boss, and it was like a damage phase or two in. And then I went through one of the damage cycles, and I wasn't going to finish it anyway because it literally bugged. Because what will happen is you kill a Lucent Hive and you pick up a buff. Well, if you're holding mm. that buff, when the timer runs out, you die. So you have to mm. take the buff back to the middle part of the room and pick up like a deep sight. And then you can go dunk it where you need to. I knew exactly where it was supposed to go. And I couldn't dunk it. So I just literally had to oh. sat there and wait for the timer to go out. But I mean, I was already I was already post like it was no longer flawless anyway, which was fine. Yeah. But I was like, wouldn't matter anyway. So it was just like, yeah, I've seen some very sad tweets about disconnections and like bugs and stuff about solo flawless runs have been hard to come by for many things on the dungeon but yeah actually crossed it it's still it still is weird to look at my channel and see six figures though it is weird like to see see the six digit up there it's i know it's just like hundred thousand a squeak over but it's still yeah when i I met you i'm gonna say you were 20 I, I, I was like, I was going to say, I don't even remember if I was that big when I met you at Guardian. You might have been, yeah. 10, I was 10, probably smaller. If, if we're going to say Tampa Bay Fairgrounds GCX, well, at the time it was called Guardian. Guardian Con. Con. Yeah. What yeah. year is that? 2017 or 16? Yeah, we just got to get the year. It was really early. And I was like, I'm I was so proud pretty, of him. Was... I've never seen 10,000 before. So I was like, wow, this guy's got 10,000. Maybe, like, maybe it might have been, been that, but I was like, I feel... I feel like it was, yeah, it was very like, because I thought about that too. It was just like, yeah, I can remember. You know, it's like come being... a long way. Because I remember that. I remember the other wild milestone for you was Whisper of the Worm. Yeah. It was a big one for you. That video and... is like still stupid. Like, how did your Outriders content do? I'm just curious now that we're going through your oh, history. Oh, it barely even exists. You you know, people can fly to help you out along this well, way. Well, no, no big boost there. I mean, I was big enough, apparently, they're like, hey, you can come <laughs> try the game. But yeah, channel algorithms and all that. 
Bro, you come a long way. I am super proud of you. It's just so humble. So it's just cool to see good people get the work. It's like watching Travis now, like elevate and you elevate is like super dope to me. You know what I mean? Like I just short either, by the way. Out come there. up, right? We've all come up like together. ILP like ILP and cool. hold the line sitting on the Xbox stage and stuff. That's I mean, good. and you're out there like meeting everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I, saw but, picture, I saw you have pictures with everybody and like, bro. I mean, Phil giving you birthday wishes and I'm like, that's, bro. yeah, there's there's it's, no selling anybody short on this podcast. You guys have you got both stuff. done. Shout out from, from Phil. That's well, cool. I gotta, I gotta hope you recover well. That shout, shout Sorry, that was the one, yeah, the recovery one. That, yeah. that was cool. And uh, no, nah, it's just, it's cool because E, Trav, you guys know the conversations I've had behind the scene and how hard we work. And it's interesting to see like people you don't think know you and they know you. And you're like, yo, that's, if it, it hits different. And y'all know the grind, you know what I mean? We, we all, all three of us, all three of us have grinded like crazy. And to see the fruits of it and people acknowledge us. And then it's dope, man. It's dope. It, it shows the hard work. You know, it does pay Travis off. Travis is over here. It's like, I work my tail off and then I sit in the room with the lights off. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I don't, I don't work at all. I'm oh, I mean, stop. At least I don't, I have 3000 Twitter followers, guys. I'm, I'm just, bro, uh, you are a big deal. You are a big deal. You break the one internet. Of my, one of my buddies, he's like, I mm-hmm. swear every review I look at on IGN, Travis, 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 Travis. Travis. Like, he, and he's like one of my gamer buddies who like checks all of them out. And he's like, more often than not, they don't it's know Travis. who I am. Mm-hmm. I bet you he doesn't follow me on Twitter. He's not on Twitter anyway. Oh, he's bro. not that kind of guy. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's my, that's my. <laughs> nah, you, you know when I knew you made it? The, the Hogwarts situation. I, um, there was like three key moments where people they like oh they the tassie and the uh, <laughs> that was classic bro there was moments bro you've been on fire then the reviews has just been consistent and my then the, the high profile is, games mm-hmm. my point is you guys are crushing it oh stop okay don't put me up there with you stop it it's, we, we it's have nonsense. to stop it's nonsense. it you know when I you know a... he made it when they they don't even look at the, the review and they go IGN said like when you get into that pocket where you just blame for all of IGN's pocket you made it yeah you are I, I you mean, are one one with the mothership yeah. at that point yeah you're part of the board yeah you're yep, the board now you assimilate that's it you made it bro yep. I will on. say this I will mm-hmm. say this I reached a major milestone recently this mm-hmm. is me just recounting that's a win cool. okay I got access to a um a uh steam what are they called mm-hmm. the, so uh, next, a, next fest stuff is that coming no up i got access to a um what you got what is it uh, uh one of the uh the steam early curator? access steam i know curator behind the scene Pre- uh, steam press account i think they're Ooh. Oh, nice. yeah okay and if, if people don't know what a steam press account is mm. it was a huge a huge mistake that steam made a while ago wherein they let people who are a part of the press get these accounts where you could open up any page on Steam and instead of clicking, instead of there being an add to cart button, there's just a button that says add to account. And you can just add... Just play everything. Game. You can add every game to your account for This free sounds like the want. Black American Express. I'm like, I don't even know if this exists. <laughs> add a black card. Yeah. <laughs> it is... Too much power for one man. I'm telling you, it is too much. Like when I got access to it, I think I had like two days where I wasn't really working anything. 
I just downloaded stuff. I don't even know if I played anything. I just downloaded stuff. He's like, I have a 10 gigabyte internet connection and I'm going to try and use all of it right now. Steve, how how good are your servers? Let's go. That weekend, I got a key for a Steam Press account Mm -hmm. and I just went into my room with my new PC and that weekend just disappeared. Like, I just don't know what happened with it. Yo, shout out to Rook. He said Nerf Legends is where Travis really took off. Yo, he's kind of right good. though. He's kind of right. So I didn't expect it. Like I don't write reviews to be mean. In fact, mm-hmm. I feel bad when I write reviews that are negative. But you got to be part of the job. Right. It's part of the job, exactly. Um, I've become more comfortable with writing negative reviews. Uh, now my goal is I go as hard as possible, and then I let mm-hmm. the editors tell me where the line is. Because as a former roast mm-hmm. comedian insult comic i uh don't know where the line is a lot of times so I yes you know <laughs> and then they cut yeah, and if then you guys ever stuff. been here for the pre-show we know oh we yeah. know <laughs> but that's okay um but he's kind of right nerf legends people nerf started legends. people started reading my stuff Cog, you've had a great year i'm really glad you were at the xbox show i'm gonna yeah. try to go next year were you front go. row right no, no. Summer Game Fest, yes, but not. Oh, that was the, right. Summer the, Game Kegels. Fest. Keeley's your yeah. front row. I was like, somewhere I'm like, somebody had a picture and you were in the front row and they said like, they tagged you, but I'm like, Cognito in the front row. I'm like, you got a hell of a seat. I'm like, you were like this close to Nicolas Cage, which. Bro, it was crazy. Like, that was just an, an air of a couple movies that I grew up with and he's just now a character. But man, like watching him like that close on stage. Oh. He looks just about as like in his interviews up on stage. He is a hilarious character. Hilarious, hilarious. He was dressed. He was dressed out. He was showing oh, up. His shoes were shinier than any shoes oh. I've seen. <laughs> I don't know Bro, if I've he seen shoes that shiny. out when he pulled up. I was like, "Damn, Nicholas, all right, tone it down." Can I ask you a question about the Xbox show? Because I, yes, I, have, I, I've covered the show, but I did mm-hmm. not talk to anybody who went there. What's up? Oh, what? What did you guys see? Because Mm -hmm. that show was clearly pre-recorded. Yes, correct. Correct. So what did you, you guys just went into a theater and watched a screen? We went to a theater. It's like an IMAX theater, so to speak. Balcony level. And there's the stage. They came out before. What you guys didn't see is they came out before to kind of each individual. I think Matt Booty, Sarabon, Phil, and Aaron. Aaron kind of get the crowd started up. So he's doing the whole hold the line thing. He's got King David's shirt on with hold the line. Bro, it was insane. So then he's getting everybody hyped up. So then I believe Matt Booty comes out. They talk about the year. Sarabon comes out, talk about the year. Phil kind of does a little I don't want to say a mea culpa for the kind of funny interview, but kind of like, hey, you know, I'm an emotional guy. I wear my heart mostly. I may have said some things. Remember the whole Great Games debate or whatever it was? You know, he kind of addressed that. And he kind of was like, look, this for you guys. We're excited to see what you guys think. So after that, we sit down. So you get like Dolby, I don't know, IMAX level, you know, things going on, production value. You sit and you watch the show. <laughs> Literally like what you guys watch. Then it, when it concluded... They came back out, they did another, you know, kind of event talk, and then they kind of ushered us into like a fan fest area. And then me and a few others went into like a press area where they talked about kind of like the future of Xbox and all that. That's when they announced the GeForce Now um, partnership. They announced the four games a year cadence that they're looking at going at. And then I got to meet all your contemporaries. Ryan was in there um, in the, in nice. the press and a couple other people so yeah it, it was pretty cool it was pretty cool but yeah it literally was a theater <laughs> it's not like the old yeah. days like 
that Jeff, makes me sad because the other ones I want, I've been to the Xbox show a few times and they were very different. Yes, yeah. when they come out on stage and it's actually the presentation. But the vibe I'm getting, Trav, you know, when speaking to, you know, Green and a couple other people, like the days of that may be over for the showcases because they save so much money. But it looks like Jeff is carrying tra- the tradition of the actual kind of on stage thing yeah. for the for the most part. I mean, he still had trailers and stuff going on too, but you know, at least he came out on stage and introduced developers on stage and stuff like that. So that's where it looks like it's going now. I mean, financially, I'll be surprised makes sense. Days, yeah. Uh, so for you guys, I mean, I know last week talked a little bit about um, Summer Games Fest because I had Jarvan. We caught up for a little while and we were just kind of just oh, we oh. we kind of rambled on about a whole bunch of random just like destiny, future thoughts, issues. We talked about some stuff, but I mean, I kind of want to get you guys thoughts because I mean, Summer Games Fest, Xbox, Capcom, uh, Ubisoft, all of those dropped. And I just was like. What are like a couple, like two or three big highlight standout surprises from both of you guys? I've heard Cog talk about damn near basically everything on Defining Duke. So I want to let Travis actually go first mm. from the IGN perspective, because I know you were in the mix of it too. Yeah, I was covering it, which sometimes you don't get to enjoy the shows a lot. You know, you're writing pub info and stuff, which I was, I had, I had some like janky jobs. Um, but the cool thing is this year I actually got to know some of the announcements before they happened, which was sweet. Uh, um, so I covered some of the stuff like obviously you guys know I'm tight with the team over uh, that's working on Remnant 2 Gunfire Games. Yep. Um, and so they announced their release date and stuff like that. But this is, the big stuff for me was I'm surprised Xbox had a good show. Yes. Legitimately. Yeah. Hey, I, um, I easily got the best one of the what three. Were your easily, what were your standouts? What was your standouts for one. you? I'm curious for your your standouts for the Xbox. Uh, Star Wars Outcasts was a mm. big surprise. We Out- knew Massive was working on something. Yep. Outlaws. Outlaws. Star, yeah. Star Wars like Outlaws. Um, yeah, that didn't sound right. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws was a big surprise to me because uh, we knew Massive was working on something. I didn't mm. think it was that far along. I wouldn't have guessed and it, it looked, was either. And it looked really good. I liked yeah. the vibe. I liked the main character. You know, Star Wars. It's Star Wars, guys. Of course, yeah, I'm gonna like it. Um, it looked good. Yeah, it did look good. Um, I don't know if it I, can. You know, I don't know if it can capture like some of the magic the Jedi Survivor has, but I hope they can do pretty well. Probably could, not. Yeah. Probably not would be my guess. I'm also really surprised. I'm not surprised. I was one of those guys who refused to get hyped about, but was sure it would be good. A Starfield, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm surprised it was as good and as well received as it was. I have actually because... flipped from not really that interested to I'm I'm leaning like fifty five percent. I'm I'm now cautiously curious about it. I've yeah. Well, there were some hard lines like Hogue was saying this. Well, like said, I, oh. I Hogue was a naysayer about about Starfield from the beginning. He was just like. It's so pretentious, the navel gazing. And then when they did their original original reveal, yeah. he was like that those worlds look bland and empty. Ooh. Like you're gonna you're gonna paint the of their your vision of the universe and the galaxy, and that's that's what you do, like the most unimaginative thing possible. Mm-hmm. He was like super upset with it. My feeling was always, guys, it's Bethesda, they've earned their pedigree. Wait, you know, like mm-hmm. let's not get hyped, but also like they've earned a little bit of trust and faith from mm-hmm. the public. Like they've made some of the craziest RPGs <laughs> of all time. Mm-hmm. Um but that's hard to do when they're calling, you know, their RPG the most important RPG ever made before they've even shown anything. Like stuff like that. Like they just sort of shoot themselves in the foot. They make you like not want to like them a little bit. Um, yeah, I can see that. He completely flipped. Hogue no. is now super stoked for Starfield. No. He did Hogue a 100%. Most... 
180. Get out. I got to listen, no, I'm not to, I gotta listen to Big Cast this week. I'm not joking at all. I didn't think anything yeah. would get him off his square. We, we haven't we haven't talked about it yet, I don't think. because Yeah, that was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right, if you guys yes, do Big Cast in the morning, it was right after your show. Yeah, it was right mm, after yeah. our show on Sunday. So mm. We haven't talked about it, but okay, so I gotta he, is, he is now 100% <laughs> down with Starfield. He's like, yes, like super stoked for it. I am super stoked for it, which is surprising yeah. to me. What um, got you, though? What was the moments in the direct that got you to switch and say, you know what? These components or these aspects of gameplay seem cool or have me interested. Very curious. It was. It was when I realized because I've I've sort of been curious about Starfield, like, how is it going to work? They started talking about procedurally generated areas, and I was like. I, that doesn't really seem right yeah, to me. But what, I think it was one. It wasn't really at one point in time. It was all the factors of like, look, this is a Bethesda RPG. Like, here's all the things that are Bethesda RPGs, perks and origins and social links and you know all these different side quests and different factions you can interact with and all that stuff. And I was just like, all right, like it was kind of like a gradual like, uh, and I'm super down. Like it was like it just sort of went all over. So. <laughs> I've I sort of was always right in the middle. I was in zero gear, ready to go one way or another. And I try to remain that way since I'm a reviewer, a critic. But um, yeah, they got Next me. Next thing man. you know, they're going to get you to review that one this fall. No, that is uh, Dan Stapleton. Oh, he, he claimed that one too. So he yeah. got what, he he got, what else did he get? Time. What else did he get recently? Starfield or uh, Star Wars? Star Wars. That's right. Jedi Star Wars. Star Wars. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got Star Wars. Uh, I think he gets first pick, but he obviously we try to pick the person who's the best yeah. for the job. But Dan Stapleton's great for that job. He loves space games. Anything where you're in a, a pilot seat in a spaceship, he's yeah. the guy for. Um, so yeah, he, and obviously he's my boss. So I'm, I'm a, he's he's a great. Uh, he's a great critic. I mean, he he is. He kicks my ass every time I write anything. So um, good good editor. yeah. He's a great editor. He's fantastic. He covers me in red ink. And then he compliments me and says, yours wasn't even that bad. And then he tells me that compared to other people, apparently my reviews are I'm good. Sure, and I'm like, I'm, Jesus, I don't want to. Being, as I, being as I don't do like any writing practice, mine would be just a mess. You may as well just throw a bucket of red paint on mine. Like a bucket of red on yeah, it. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be rough. I just don't, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I'm out of, I don't do that. So it's like, there's zero practice there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I get so that. that was a big one. And then um, there were some other, things that jumped out at me that I kind of wasn't expecting to be hyped about. Mm-hmm. There were some disappointments. Mm-hmm. Lack of... Oh, I think Fable looks great. I mean, I know we don't have any gameplay, but I'm one of those guys who's like ride or die for playground games, and I, yeah, I love hate that people think that they can't make games just because they make car games. I mean, um, they make a I gorgeous they make a gorgeous game, and it looks like the world is gorgeous. I know it's like, whether yeah. it's in-engine cinematic or gameplay, there was a look like there was a little bit of gameplay at one point with her like throwing a fireball. I think that's yeah. one part where it was. So yeah. it's like, I kind of just. Well, it was all. It was all in engine. Yeah, it was like looked like it was so. in engine. So I mean, it looked pretty, and like I love the like the humor that they have in there. I never played the old ones, but I kind of got the gist of like, yeah, the good and bad nature, and you can go like devil horns or stuff like that. So I, well, I know I the break it gist, to the but... huge fan base for Fable, but the, those games weren't good. None of them were good. You just made a lot of people angry. They go come for you. <laughs> no, but look, here's the thing, I. Great. I'm glad you liked the game. They weren't good, though. They never were good. Fable games were okay at best. All mm. of them. Mm. And even, I include Fable 2 in that. They had, the, I think the reason people love them is because there aren't enough comedy games. 
Mm-hmm. There just aren't. And yeah. and honestly, Fable gets huge it's credit. It's hard to in do in a game, too. Comedy is hard to get right in a game. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get right always. Well, but yeah. the fact that they, but a lot of people don't even try in a game. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Two, they tried stuff that had never been tried in games before. And yes. the novelty of that was amazing, even yeah, when sure. it didn't work out, even when it wasn't like a, 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 a huge success. But as games, none of them ever really hit all the marks that you want for it to be like a great game like they weren't like amazing yeah. i would probably give just more the, unique fable than... at its best was like a seven mm-hmm. like unique playground not games amazing. yeah yeah playground games is going to elevate it because playground games does not miss they mm-hmm. have not missed yet and i think that people are underestimating the pedigree of that studio i think they're gonna i think they're gonna crush it but yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Man. loved it. Love shout out to Sin. Shout out to Seth with the chat. Nova Ball. It was a good show. You know? Capcom show was terrible. I heard yeah, that I didn't even need to be a thing. Really bad. <laughs> really, really bad. I don't know why that was there. Um, what other shows were there? You had Ubisoft. Ubisoft you had okay. Ubisoft. Nora, You had Star Wars. A little more gameplay on both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not. I don't care about Pandora at all. I'll probably have to review it now that I've said that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it actually looks. I will give it credit. It, it looks better oh, than I thought. Payday three. I am like, I love Payday two. The fact that that got announced, I'm gonna try to review that one because I Mm -hmm. feel like, yeah, I I love the Payday games, and I that was another game where we weren't really sure when it was gonna come out, and we sooner than we thought. A lot of these were sooner than we thought. The Nvidia leak list is just slowly getting checked off. Yeah. Um. Damn it! What was I gonna say? Uh, no, it was uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, that and the Star Wars gameplay. So you actually got to see a little bit more there. Um, yeah. I mean, as long as these aren't all Far Cry clones, whether it's first person or third person, we'll see how it comes from Ubisoft. Um, I will say the surprising one was the for Ubisoft, especially that I saw like from them. I did not expect the Prince of Persia 2D. Yes, that was sweet. That one actually like. I mean, I've kind of between Ori's and other stuff like that, like a tight 2D game can be very fun. Like Rogue Legacy 2, I think I went through mm-hmm. and beat that one recently. Yeah. Um, that was actually not like a, a huge highlight, but a big surprise for like, you know, because I thought Prince of Persia and I still think Sands of Time is, you know, indefinitely delayed. But mm-hmm. that was a nice little surprise. Um Yes, I want my Forza so bad. I don't know nobody else. I know literally I nobody watching any of this Forza. could care. Okay, you love that you love. I motorsport. love Forza. Oh, I, yeah. I've been waiting for motorsport for like, and it's been how long has it been? You would probably know this better than I would. How long has it been four since years. the last one? Okay, yeah, it's been four years. Because, and... because this is their they made a new engine. The, yeah, the, the Forza, Forza yeah. engine got Next a huge gen engine now. Mm. This is the first one since the Series X came out. Series yep. X yes. and S. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, and it's got a Corvette like as one of the featured cars, so I'm like doubly there. Mm-hmm. Now it's like it's me learning to track, like that's 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 my thing. Horizon's like Yeah, Horizon's fine. This is fine. We need the enthusiasts for the hardcore. I love I love Horizon. RPG. I mean, that's yes. why I think Playground Games is gonna be good at making a fable because the I entire I saw the feature video about them doing it for blind drivers based on sound cues and stuff. Have you seen that? Ooh, no, I have not. Oh my, it's it's ridiculous. Like it's crazy because they worked with like completely blind guys. Like came in, worked with them through the whole accessibility development process. Like sound cues. I'm guessing mm. there's like some rumble stuff involved, and it's different sound cues to know like 
edges of the track. You got to be on the edge of the track, but in the right places. So it was just all the stuff they worked through. And he's sitting there like making a lap and beating the AI drivers and cannot see. And I'm like, how are you doing this? So like, if you haven't seen that one for Forza Motorsport, go watch that. Cause that is accessibility Mm. to like crazy level. Um, They doing quick question for the hardcore. They doing the pit crew stuff. Yeah. I don't. Are they? Okay. That's something I don't actually it know. Like I saw okay. it in like a graphic, but I'm like, is that just cinematic? I mean, or is it would. They go have that. For it the, would have you know, to be an endurance race long enough to justify it. But if they do yeah. have those, then that would be kind of cool to see. Uh, I don't yeah, know if they'll go that. full for. I don't know if they'll go full Formula One type stuff, but it'd be interesting to see how they handle that one. Did the last motorsport have it? Seven. It's been too long since I played it. I don't remember. Oh, go. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a good show. I'm good show. I'm, yeah. uh, Xbox I came out. Yeah, you know, like, Xbox yeah. came out and did a lot of stuff. Uh, I know they you did. raved about the In Exile one. I was just about to say Clockwork. Yeah. Ooh, um, that Revolution. looks Clockwork, Revolution. Revolution. Clockwork Revolution. Yeah. I told people about In Exile. They sleeping. I told people yeah. In Exile, man. I also Ooh, really like uh, Avowed. I know people are yeah. complaining about it. I I think Avowed looks weird and strange, and I want to play that game a lot. You know what so. it gave me? Um. I love obviously the obviously you got the dual wielding, you got your spell, but I like that the spells got grand. It gave me you saw when they did the singularity and they had like all of them in the air floating and then they slammed them down. Like it gave me like biotic mass effect power energy. Like yeah, they're doing newer things with magic. Obsidian is gonna make like a smaller, super, super story decision based game, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for all of that. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that was kind of a surprise. The first one, the South at Midnight, is that what I'm getting the title wrong, I think. Yeah, uh, South at Midnight. Compulsion's uh, new one. Yeah, I was Deep like, I mean, that was well, it was mm-hmm. like there's she's sitting he's sitting there like plucking the guitar, and then all of a sudden it shows like the scale. I'm going, uh oh. And then it basically cuts out. I'm like, okay. But yeah, I mean you got a couple like fable in that one. Those are twenty five, so I mean they're a couple years away probably and stuff like that. But no, I mean Xbox put a very yeah. good show together. They absolutely did, without a question. It's funny that that feels like the only show I really remember, even though I watched mm-hmm. them all. You know, PC I mean, game that's show, the memorable one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat does look a little crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. It does look. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that game. I I think every Mortal Kombat game that tells the original tournament arc is the best one. Like Mortal Kombat Nine, just. When they read, yeah. I was, is it like 9, 10, 11? Is that like a kind of a trilogy? Of the nine, yeah, 9 is a fresh start. Okay. Nine, and then 1 is a fresh start. Because I heard well. a lot of people like the story in 10 and the 11 and Aftermath. Like, I heard the stories mm-hmm. are actually definitely worth going through it's there. Good, but they ran out of runway. And I think uh, they, they wisely knew it's time to just go back mm-hmm. to basics because, you know, that's, they don't want a Dragon Ball Z. You know what I mean? They have to kind of like <laughs> scream in for 30 minutes. <laughs> Go back to the thing that made them good, which is mm-hmm. like that original tournament arc. And that's exactly what they did with nine as well. Cause for those who don't know, uh, the game before nine, I think was Mortal Kombat Armageddon, where basically everybody got destroyed. The oh, whole, good. Oh, whole yeah. Game. And then they, they retcon it by making it so that right before that happens, the main character goes back in time. Raiden goes back in time, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and starts the story over, and so they're they're basically just restarting the story a bunch of times. But this time, mm-hmm. Liu Kang is a god, yeah, god of sun, I believe, no. which is crazy. God of fire. How is that? Yeah, yeah. the way they set it up, I, I knew what was coming, and I knew people weren't going to be ready for it because it was so cool. 
and now Raven yeah. is kind of mortal, yeah. and, and yeah. it's with Fire God, Liu Kang, or whatever. Oh man, it's good. It's it's kind of a sweet idea, and they could keep this up forever because. Oh. A lot of people could win that route and become God in the next, you know, Mortal Kombat game. It's, yeah. I just love the permutation because here's the thing. Anybody who likes anime, really what they actually like are tournament arcs. Yes. Let's be honest. Like, that's what people actually like. And as soon as animes get away from tournament arcs, I feel like they go downhill, mm -hmm. uh, which is why I love Yu Yu Hakusho because it's just oops all tournament arcs. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I think Mortal Kombat's really good at just maintaining that thing we love and i, I gotta give him credit i know sound Seth being savage he said they played mk stories like playing d d2 story i will i will push back because i no, will say as far as, yeah fighting games no one does story like mortal kombat their narrative is completely inclusive from every character standpoint in every chapter I gotta give them credit, man. Like they, yeah. they, they did that. They I've, did that. I've heard it's pretty good. I need to. Yeah. Mortal Kombat and Injustice, both fighting yes. games with great mm. stories. They've taken Honestly, narrative and fighting games to the next level. My opinion is, if you are making a fighting game, you have no excuse for having a bad story because what else do you have to focus on, really? <laughs> like, yeah. you have like two things: you got the story, and then you have just the fighting, which obviously you're going to spend ninety five percent of your time on the the polish of the fighting, but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, well, I would say that covers most of it. But yeah, I mean, overall, there's a lot of stuff to be excited for um, between all of the showcases in the past month. We've got a, a good future of gaming. I think September and October all of a sudden got real busy this year. So again, they're going to stack one month or something like that. And then we'll see where 2024 falls. But uh, yeah, I don't know how much Destiny you guys have played lately. Yeah. I tested it here. Oh, what does that serve for our, for our audio listeners? What are these white devices you guys have? Yeah, the wrong ally. Oh, my Lord. It runs gloriously on this device. So you can do you can do 1080, 60, but it's not a consistent 60. Like I would medium say. settings or something? Yeah, you, you got to go down to medium. I personally say bump it, to, put it down to 720, throw on. They don't have FSR in in destiny but they have amd rsr and then you throw that bro you can put throw it in 120 hertz oh my god it is the most fluid experience and completely playable experience Thanks. destiny is glorious on this device so as we said pre-show from a game i'll start with the positives first from a gameplay's perspective games run and look phenomenal on it the sound is outstanding i'm talking about the minute you hit these speakers bro it is overpowering how good the Dolby Atmos sound is on this device. Like, Destiny sounds amazing. Um, play okay. like a couple of... Okay. I was going to say, here's a question. Let's go, let's go, let's go. How does it feel in your hands compared to oh. the Steam Deck? Because, oh. like, the Steam Deck I've heard is, like, Bro. fits your hand. Now, I'm Xbox biased because I like the offset analog. Yeah. Okay, but how do the oh. sticks feel? Oh, my God. Glorious. First person... Games, glorious. Now I will push back the D-pad. I, I try to give it the Tekken test. It ain't really. It's passable, but it ain't really like God tier for that precise fighting guy. Okay. So I will. I will say that Triggers. touch screen is great. Triggers are good. Triggers are good. Triggers are good. They, how do they? Oh, compare? you got the. Ooh, oh, you got yeah. the so they, they sent me this thing, which is mm. like a. They I have a, a controller on it. It does have a display on it. Yeah, okay. a little. What is? 
Oh, that's fire. Oh, you got the okay. Oh, okay. Calm Ooh. down. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, is that there? Yeah. Okay. This is a officially licensed Xbox controller that mm. works is designed to work with the Asus. And then mm. they also sent me these, which are yeah, oh, those, uh, are those are good. Oh, yes. Which are, which are pretty good. I, good. I, I haven't I haven't had a whole bunch of time to test it out. I'm in the middle of a really, really dense game review. But um, yeah. So I've tested Destiny, Diablo. Um, de- definitely able to get it all bad. It runs really good on that. I, I will say, here's the, here's the advantages. Local, multiple storefront, Steam, Epic Game Store, Windows Game Pass PC, local downloads. You don't have to rely on the, what you call it. Now, where we talked about pre-show is the jank from an OS standpoint. This is Windows 11 first. This is a, this, and Windows 11 is not, as Travis eloquently put, is not designed for tablets or mobile devices. So you're going to have to do Windows updates. You're going to have to do Asus updates. You're going to have to do all Windows Store BIOS updates. Right. Then BIOS. BIOS updates. You're going to have times yeah. where you're going to like, tablet. On a tablet, I can't move around. How come the mouse is not working? Oh, I got to press up this button and then enable keyboard and have a mini keyboard here. So for a person who is not Windows 11 savvy, there is going to be pain points in the beginning. There was no working around it. Once you actually get to the games is where where it strives. So they got a lot of work to do on this UI and Armory Crate and all that other stuff because this is a Windows 11 device through and through. But from a gameplay perspective... Yes, the power show, show shows through and through, and it feels yeah. for the most part good in playing games. Um, I, as somebody who is Windows 11 proficient, I would still caution against the this device as like an OS. If you're somebody who's like easily frustrated, like it's just got a whole bunch of things where like menus pop up in weird places, and it's got the virtual keyboard that you have to use with the touch screen, and just all these other problems. You can overcome that with a buttload of accessories, like, you know, plugging into a dock and then using a mouse and wireless keyboard, and like all this other stuff. But it's like, by and large, not super worth it. And uh, you you kind of are just going to be stuck with like a janky interface. Like it took me like two and a half, two and a half, three hours to get it set up just mm-hmm. to be like functional because of all of the like updating and it's a PC. I'm already yeah. frustrated with PC. managing my PC when I have a full, you know, mouse and keyboard setup. So mm-hmm. this is like even more frustrating. It's like all of the disadvantages of like the jank of running windows. Um, but uh, you know, it gives you more freedom. It's yeah. great if you're an Xbox player, cause you don't have to, basically do like a hack to yeah, get your steam, brand 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 steam deck and yeah you don't have to yeah. stream you can do the local to the device you can do the local to the device um, oh does game pass on have... steam not do local oh no oh i didn't know i heard no. some people got windows you only on there i wasn't sure, only. So. you you could yeah. config and try to jerry rig it into yeah. putting windows 11 but it's not made gotcha. and it's not yeah, yeah. Te- technically the steam deck i think you can also do the same thing get the xbox app and and download the games but there's like two modes on the Steam Deck. You switch between the native app and then other stuff. And the other stuff thing is like kind of janky. It's 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 basically the same thing. Like basically you'd be giving away all the advantages the Steam Deck have. Like yeah. I've got two Steam Decks and basically my Steam Deck has one use case. I need to play a Steam game and I can't right. be near a computer. That's it. Because yeah. if I'm trying to play an Xbox game or even a... Uh, What's the itch.io? Like I have itch.io games on the Steam Deck. That's like a project. Bro, to get those things programming course. 
yeah. And Destiny Two is not illegal on the Ally because it's a it's Windows not. device. So you don't have to go to Destiny Bungie Jail for playing yeah. Destiny Two. Yeah, yes. you can't play Destiny Two or actually really any multiplayer games on the Steam Deck, oh. which is kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. So. Because they won't allow you to put the anti-cheat thing download that you do as a precursor before playing the games. Because I was able to play in the Rock of Blade Point and a couple other games on the Ally that Steam Deck will not allow or not verify. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it runs Android. Yes. Yeah. It's important. It's unfortunate. Well, um, you got fancy I, dev- devices, but what were you going to say? I would just like at this moment to give a shout out to my friend. And actually, he's your guys' friends, too. Do you guys remember Warren? Warren, Warren, Warren. He's a friend of the show. He's a big Destiny player. He was at GCX last year, and we went out and had burgers with him and his friend. They were tall guys. Yeah. Oh, that's the whole Tall guys. Funny. So um, Warren and I have become friends. (laughs) He's a super cool guy, and we started raiding together weekly, and he's just a dope dude. Um, And... uh, Yesterday, he told me he has cancer, and and uh, it's it super bummed me out. It hit me really hard because he's a new friend. Mm. Um, yeah, he goes by Buff. Some of you guys know. Um, and uh, I just want to give him a shout out. Yeah, Buff. Buff. Yeah, yeah, that one. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Buff. He got name. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't really I don't think he knows the full scope of what what's going to have to happen. I, I think he's he's going to have to do chemo and all that. But mm-hmm. um, I just want to give him a shout out here because yeah. he's a great guy, a good part of the community, super mm-hmm. funny, super welcoming. Um, and uh, hopefully he has a speedy recovery. And if he doesn't, you know, I, I want this uh, I want this community to support him because he's a he's a great dude. Um, and has a great laugh. I really nice. appreciate that in a person, somebody okay. who just like because they the people with a good laugh, they um they enable me, you know, <laughs> when I'm being when I'm being out of pocket. And I I really appreciate that as a quality in a human. Oh, so Warren, yeah. also knows Buff32. Uh you're the man. Let me know if there's anything that we can do. And um yeah, I just wanted to give him a shout out because he's a He's a good human being, and I think he deserves this community to support him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the favorite. Very cool dude. He's always active here with, with Ivantis and us and in the community and, and playing games together. Good dude, man. Godspeed to your recovery. And we got to keep our community together, man, because everyone, we got to take care of each other and stay abreast when we all going through stuff. Yeah. He's also trying to use his cancer to get me to go to Guardian Con this year, GCX. Which, which I feel is a little bit of a low blow, personally. <laughs> I feel like it's a little rude. Um, way but to, yeah, way to go, a, Buff. That's that's, what, yeah. that's how you use it. He is a Florida local, um, so oh. hopefully, I think he's probably still going to be there either way. I hope um, to see him there. If, you know, and uh, yeah, wish him love. Hit him up on Twitter. Hit him up on Xbox. He's a good guy, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, if he if he forces me to go, I guess I'll find a way to go there. But I really don't want to go to GCX this year. <laughs> I really that. don't. I really don't. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, so Alex, thank you for reminding me of this. 
I also have been banning uh, Warren from chat every single week. Um, as soon as he comments, I put him in timeout for <laughs> at least 15 minutes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've been doing that because uh, he likes to poke at me. And I recently found out I can ban people. And so I've just been doing it. And uh, <laughs> some of you guys have noticed this that uh i don't know when i gained this ability to do this but i i think he like messed up and he made me like an admin or uh, something and i can just ban people so let him be a reminder that like if you disagree with me i will ban you and then you will get cancer so just don't do it you know like just don't disagree really with me. a dictatorship of thoughts <laughs> yeah, apparently can travis can dish it out but has issues taking it back oh, it's, uh, it's hilarious <laughs> he, has, he has too much power too much power we call it we, we call that elonning when yeah. you just uh you know <laughs> say Go whatever ahead. you want with any man other people yeah get him with the uh, What's going on in this Warren, game? right there in chat. Oh, oh there we go. There he is. There, there, he is. And, uh, there we go. He's in. Right. There we go. Enjoy your, enjoy your time out. Love you, buddy. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I know the names from like I wanted to see it in chat. And I'm like, why am I not seeing it in chat? <laughs> oh my enjoy, god salute to you buff 32 enjoy, enjoy your 15 minutes of time out and i love you buddy oh my god savagery <laughs> i i'm sorry i've given this man too much power he's yeah, gonna get his moderation power. privileges revoked yeah we gotta we gotta bring him down <laughs> they're gonna get revoked real soon i guess uh, too much anyway. power in the hands of Travis. Uh, What's going on in this damn game, E? Hook, hook me up. I'm, I, I'm a guest in, on the last word these days. Like, yeah. what, what's how, how you been? When's the last time? Uh, how? What week of the I story up are last, you on? Last week's story, and I did. The drifter was talking, and you know, talking about we had to do more stuff for Asa, and he was getting more personal yeah. with um Sloan. Sloan seemed a little bit more receptive. Yep. But I haven't up got up to this week. I, there's so much I got to do. What's going on? Uh, uh, this week, Sloan and Drifter kind of had a pretty good heart to heart after your okay. usual like run a couple deep dives and stuff like that. Um, not real much change in the activities. I'll cover mm. a little feedback I had for them here in a bit. But as mm -hmm. for the story, no major developments. It was more just kind of got a little more um, of Drifter's like honest side. Yes. Because, I mean, you got Sloan there, it was half taken. She's been through th some stuff. Drifter's out there doing his thing. And he's been obviously seen, seen some things because he's one of the older ones that's out there, too. And between that and the voicemail, some of these discussions are they're definitely interesting. Uh, the, the voicemail, not the holler projector, but the voicemail is Shax and Zavala, I think, talking. Ooh, and Shax? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Saladin. Saladin oh, and Zavala, not Shax. Um, and that's actually a good one because it's talking about like he was his mentor, different things like that. Um, but then, yeah, the Sloan and Drifter talking is it's worth just, to, you know, knock out the quest and listen to those two chatted up because they've both seen some things. And it's probably one of the more real moments for Drifter this week. It was good. Ooh. Somebody this didn't call him Jermaine. He has or a somebody? lot of names. I saw I think it was yeah. Tassie on Twitter was like, how many names does Drifter have right now? Sa mm -hmm. Sabathun called him one. Yeah, Jermaine is definitely one. I think we got like mm -hmm. a few seasons ago. Um, yeah. it's been a slow. It's been a slow drip. It's a slow burn. Yep, it's Wait, a slow burn. Okay. So they haven't pushed the Asa stuff. No, yet. no big cinematic. No, okay. you just get like the weird possessed words of Sloan, kind of you know mm -hmm. rambling dialogue stuff where 
you get some ideas and then at some point i'm sure they've probably got to drop some in-season cinematic they always seem mm-hmm. to so whatever this is building to mm-hmm. we will get that it seems like we're going to get some info about the witness because if asa knows the witness then mm-hmm. we'll see what's going on there maybe we get a little little background mm-hmm. who knows um Seems like where that's building. But other than that, we got a legend version of Salvage. Okay. And on played the... it, by the way. Ooh. And? I did all the stuff this week. Yeah. Oh, you had to be. Caught up. And okay. I completed two catalysts. What a badass. Which ones? Which ones? You. Which ones? Um, easy? Actually, one of them was a sniper rifle I've been working on for hell oh, long. Oh, man. Which <laughs> one was that? Um, well, lightning one? What is that one? Oh, called? Cloud Strike's actually good, though. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, Cloud yeah. Strike. Yeah, I got Cloud Strike's catalyst done. That's a good one to go for, just for backup DPS. Did y'all get Malfeasy done? Yeah, I got that done, too. Lord, Malfeasance is outside powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yo, against yellow bars and that extra fifth explosion. It's pretty good. It's also not that hard to do the catalyst, because if you're getting headshots, I think the lightning strikes must count, because I completed it. Oh, for Cloud Strike, yeah. That one one goes pretty quick. It's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, there's a Legend Salvage. Now, my issue was the card, as usual. I don't want to say copy and paste because that sounds bad, but it says match made. It is not match made. Oh. So the card says match made activity. And you're like, okay, let me load in and find a fire team. Nope, you're going to go straight in there solo by yourself, no matchmaking. And this is just one of those things to where I don't know why not. I know LFG is coming in two seasons. It's going to be a while, but it's season 23, at least for what they said. They probably have to get that thing done before final shape to work out a few kinks in that season 23. But I don't think that's one of those be like, well, it's not going to make it for final shape. It's like, then when is it going to happen? But um, but this is just one of those. It's like, why is matchmaking not on on legend? It's a six person activity. There are probably enough people in there. You could likely get it done. There's just enough of you guys running around. If there's res tokens are a worry, take them off if you're really concerned about that. And then even if somebody does fail, they get to try it. Right. Because right now there's not even that many pinnacles when you walk around the game. Like yeah. a lot of them turned into exotics. So if you're actually trying to level up an alt character or you're kind of newer to the season and trying to catch up on level, just, yeah. Is there's exotic, not that many pinnacles. Is exotic focusing fixed yet? Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. So the tier, the tier, no, like the stats actually seem to be. The stats have been pretty solid for a bit. But the okay. tier three, the expensive one that costs the cipher, is the only one available. They yeah. said in the patch that the tier one where you could do it by like groupings was supposed to be there. I literally mm-hmm. logged in, wasn't there. Now I haven't logged in since. Maybe it like was a weird early version that I saw. I don't know, but I didn't see it. So that doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be there. Because that's the one that's like an ascendant shard and then you know the couple other bases, but it's not the cipher. So it's like, if I'm gonna roll the dice, like I'm not gonna go like the cipher, you get one a week, max. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one from a season pass. So if you have like, if you get a lot of exotic engrams and you want to go dump them all, you're going to get to do one a week or you're going to go for the tier one, which you can't even do right now. So it's there now. Okay, good. It wasn't when I logged in on Tuesday. All right, cool. So it is there. So you can do it by like four or five grouping bucket, whatever they used. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, that was just my, and I wanted to ask you guys, I wanted to ask chat. Do you think a legend, because, I mean, we've had legend nightfalls before with some champions and stuff in there. And, Travis, you said you actually played the activity. Do you think match made, I mean, even if you fail, which may not even be something that happens that often, but even if you fail, do you think it's that detrimental to not put matchmaking on salvage? Not really. You, but you know, you know how I feel. 
I I'm sort of I've I've got friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm I'm chilling. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I I guess more. Do you think it would? Do you think it would damage anything or like be a negative really. if they it... did put it on there either? Yeah, probably not. I mean, the only thing they have to worry about is you know how diff how you can't make it that difficult if you put matchmaking on it. You kind of have to choose. But I right? mean, salvage really isn't. <laughs> There's I know enough, it's not. There's, there's yeah. enough people can't like a six person activity, like a deep dive on, you know, if there was like a, a deep dive already, if you get like tier seven, you might get a group who gets through it. But it's like if the fail status is, oh, no, you don't go on to the next level. It's not that big of a deal on salvage. I don't I don't see anything in there that would be a reason not to try it because like it's two seasons from now. Why not at least give it a shot? That was just my thing. That was all. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I, your question was, do I think it's at all that detrimental? No, because I don't think there's a ton of reasons to do the activity to begin with. And so who cares, you know, was my thinking. But is it a good idea? No. Just add matchmaking for sure. That makes sense. I have no uh, I have no comeback to your argument. I think you're right. A rare a rare W without the Travis pushback. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything against matchmaking for PVE. Yeah, I was like, it's just, I do think, I do think they are sage to keep it out of raids. I mean, I yes, can understand but... the raids. I mean, dungeons, you could go probably have a discussion that's a little more in depth. I can understand raids, LFG raids. We'll have to see how those go. But I mean, a six-person seasonal activity, especially when you're involved in pinnacles and triumphs, and just like somebody bought a season wants to try the harder difficulty, maybe go for a pinnacle. I don't I just don't like the barrier of it to me, especially on That's something true. like that. That's just my two cents on that one. Um, yeah, with that. So that's mostly what's going on in the game. Uh, Iron Banner, I think, is coming back next week. Yeah, that probably is right. So it'll be the 21st. Yeah, I played a lot, like lot in the last one. The Did one you? Before. I didn't yeah, I touch it last time through at all. Mm -hmm. Like zero. You have the fusion and a um, couple of good rolls on the um, auto with vault shot and some other stuff yeah the auto unfortunately the vault shot i got it before mm -hmm. i wish it was better i didn't get the greatest roll but i still mm -hmm. wish like the auto with vault shot doesn't quite mm -hmm. have the same like smg or sidearm re right, reload right. like rapidness that you kind of want for vault shot to be advantageous mm -hmm. um trials i think I was the glaive which did not get a lot of love this weekend. I have not get, I have not gotten in trials in a while. How's that um the mode now that we switched over to what is it the um, I haven't I haven't touched it either. You jumped in either. Yeah, I haven't jumped into trials. Have you done trials? Uh, I tried it when they changed last time. Which mm -hmm. is that? Is it still that one? It's I can't Domin remember it's what mode Dominion it. launched this season. Mm -hmm. I don't then, know. No, I haven't done it. Okay, no. I haven't done that. Oh, shout out to the homegirl, Eric Cuts for the win. What you doing in here, girl? Hey, Destiny. <laughs> What's good? That's the homie right there. Salute. Uh, so, yeah, it's trials isn't even trials anymore. Well, Travis could tell you that's been that way for about four years. But, you know. Yes, yeah. I would argue that the uh, downward spiral of trials started a long time ago. And I think Bungie is generally happy that it's not the thing that it was anymore. And I am generally sad. Also sad about this specific development, mm. but it just in general also. You know, take your talents to marathon. I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 That's all. I mean, we, we like, talked at this about point, that a little bit last week, but yeah. Can I do a major announcement? 
Ooh. Can I drop? Can I drop a I world mean, first? Yeah, world, world premiere. World premiere. World premiere. I am officially, and honestly, this happened a long time ago, but I'm going to put a label on it right now. I am no longer a Crucible main in Destiny. I'm a PVE main now. What? Yeah. You retired? Look, look, I can only go so long not playing that much Crucible before I'm not a PVP main at this point. Yeah. I was thinking about it like a couple months ago, and I was like, I mean, I still like PVP more, mm-hmm. but my hours, if you were to document my hours, my hours are PVE, and then I log off, and when I play PVP, I play a different game. Mm, so what's your PvP? Well, I was gonna ask you that. I was like, what are your yeah. PvP what like? has satiated that fix? X defined. It's X defined. I know it is. I'm just no, uh it <laughs> sort of uh switches around. I mean, I I kind of go where what's hot and what's new. I'm trying out new stuff. I was playing Halo mm-hmm. Infinite for a while okay. and then uh and I still I still go back to that on occasion. Fortnite and, Transformer uh, skin. <laughs> I did play Fortnite a little bit. I kind of hate Fortnite, but that's okay. It's not for everyone. <laughs> yeah. um, I actually reviewed Fortnite. I think we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then I played a little bit of Rainbow Six Siege. I've played, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm I'm spreading my wings. I still need to play the uh, Warzone 2.0. I still haven't played it at all, uh, and I mm-hmm. I liked the, I liked Warzone one, but mm-hmm. I'm officially gonna switch it out. I'm you know I love PvP. And if Destiny PvP feels better than it does now, mm-hmm. I will be happy to return and be a PvP main. But I'm not anymore. I'm oh, a PvE main. Heard it here first, guys. everybody. Heard it first. And switched over. It's true. He said, yes, but you don't. You do somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was out here breaking hearts and uh, no longer cl- no longer clicking heads. I mean, oof. I still I still love the game. I'll still play PvP, but uh. I like Tom yeah. Brady retiring over here. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you know, like we, he said, "Yeah, I need a PVP host now." <laughs> yeah, no, I think like at, this point, for free agent. at this point I'm redundant. I think uh, I don't think you need me in here talking about uh, soloing dungeons. That's, we, that's we, need a we, we need a we need a hunter though. I do feel that we don't have enough hunter representation. You should find a hunter PVP main to replace me. I agree. This man is asking for his his like you know. Exit, exit off of the show over here. Exit interview. Yeah, he's like, I'm exiting. Why? Because I, I, I don't play Destiny PvP anymore. Why? Why? Why mm. am I here? Why? Yeah, I will what, say what that. What's my purpose? I played a ton of Banner. That last Banner was that. That was that the one that was broken. It was rough, bro. The spawns were awful, awful. Well, it spawn. swapped to. Mm-hmm. Eruption partway through because the... oh yeah, then people was hustling. To... Oh yeah, Kepri's horn was breaking. Finishing uh, Iron Banner games in like a minute. That would have been the time to do it to get your reputation it, out of the way. But I know I'm so mad at it because that's the last thing I need to regild my Iron Lord title was the wins and then pl- listen the matchmaking. I don't know what was going. On. They kept putting me on the worst. When I'm the best on the team consistently in the top three. What's going on with the matchmaking? I don't like this. I want freelance back. <laughs> I don't know. I something felt off, but I haven't played, you know, since then. And I need to get back in there this week just to kind of see where the matchmaking was. But I, I, it wasn't a fun experience. I have to admit, Banner was not as fun. Mm, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't touch it because I think that might have been Diablo came out and stuff, and I've just been having fun putting time into that. And, like, Diablo has its its issues. It's not perfect. You get to the end game, you find some issues. Like, there's some, you know, you get to the higher end of, like, okay, so there's this issue. There's some currencies. I need a gem bag. Like, but I'm, I've got yeah. jewels coming out of my eyeballs my right God. now. Like, oh that has got to be a high priority. That's like, crazy. give me a gem bag. Come on. Like, tomorrow. Yeah. That's got to be one of the first yeah. things they put in. Um, well, and nothing's perfect. Said... Right, no, are you going to say? They have, a campfire. Say, they have I... a campfire tomorrow. I, yeah, they do. I'm covering it. But they, I, I interviewed Rod Ferguson, and he said oh, to me that, uh, that basically season one is already in the bag, as are a lot of the changes that they want to make. Yeah. And so a lot of the stuff where there's player feedback, if it's not a this has to be fixed tomorrow or the game is not going to be functional... Mm -hmm is going to be probably season two or season three. So mm. I think the I think the gem feedback came back late because it kind of is an end game problem. I, I don't think it's going to be part of season one. And I think it's one of those categories of semi-urgent. You know, they obviously want to get it on the soonest patch they can, but yeah. they're basically done by by now they're definitely done with season yeah, one. Season this one was like three, complete, three weeks. That's gonna be rough. Yeah. Yeah. This was three weeks ago that I interviewed him and he said that season one was basically almost done at that point. Yeah. So Ooh. Um, by the way, he, I, I actually have a great anecdote that relates to destiny. Oh, um, I was talking to him about, uh, Bungie's, uh, model seasonal model. I was, I was interviewing him about their seasonal model. And I was like, how do you think of it? How, how are your teams separated? And I said, for example, Bungie has, you know, two teams that work on seasons, alpha yep. and omega, blah, blah, blah. And I explained, I explained how Bungie works. And then he laughed and he said, well, we don't have any fancy names for them like Alpha and Omega. We're odds and evens. And he's sort of like <laughs> he's sort of like One, shit two, on buttons. three, four, five. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> he's like, we're odds and evens. He kind of like basically low-key called Bungie pretentious, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> so um but, but yeah, they do have uh, kind of a similar cadence. Like it was they like, have a very similar cadence, yeah, which I apparently that, I don't yeah. I don't I don't know if Bungie invented that, but uh apparently it's now kind of the standard for I mean, yeah, because I was listening to somebody interviewed. It might have been Ryan McCaffrey. I've listened to multiple mm -hmm. when this thing was coming out. Um, and they were basically saying it's like we you the season is shorter than it takes to make. So you got to be building it for six months before it comes out to last for like three months or something like that. So yeah. you need that alternating mm -hmm. cadence to have time to build it. And then on top of that, they said two expansions are in the works as well. I've seen that clip somewhere. So you've got some expansion plus yep. whatever's beyond that one. That's probably more in a conceptual state, but yeah, two expansions. They've never done a Diablo with more than one expansion ever. So the fact Correct. that two have been confirmed to exist this early out of the gate means the legs are going to be there. I yeah. will be curious. I will be curious and, how it lands and, because there are some seasonal and, choices I've heard that I already would change, but. And unlike uh, destiny, they're going to be adding classes. How often? Like expansion classes, I would guess, right? I I guess once a year, each with of the expansion. Expansion, level. okay, yeah. With an expansion, yeah. I would guess. That that I would guess. So, like I wouldn't put them with a season, but yeah, an expansion I could see. Been a been a little bit of data mining going on about what may or may not be planned, Ooh. but you know, world tier five. Oh yeah, I saw that with the gem yeah. data mining and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, there's like different Ooh. tiers of gems. Um, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, right I, I now think... world tier four is like seventy, so it makes sense there's space, but. I think because they, they don't have to deal with the stuff that Bungie has to deal with, which is the fact that they're making a first person shooter, which is very hard. I think they're going to crank on the season model 
Nice. I think it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. Like they're oh. gonna just be able to come out with content so much faster than Destiny can. I will be very curious to watch it. I'm enjoying it so far. As I said, there are some pain points to Lovely. Huh? Lovely. Uh sixty. Damn. You played. Yeah. You played, played homie. I played pretty good. I'm about well. to do the second I'm about to do Capstone Dungeon. Capstone set for seventy. Yeah. Like my brother yeah. is seventy. My brother's 70 year over. Yeah, I was like, I'm working on uh, Tree of Whispers. Helltides, anytime I see them, are really good to do. Those are a great way to spend your time. Legion events and world bosses. If you see it pop, go do those because they're easy right now. Um, there are. And the world bosses get worked, but even Legion events are definitely worth the drops. And then Nightmare Dungeons are a bit more later, but kind of dabbling in those a little bit. But no, I mean, it's... When you get to 60, you start to see what the grind is going to be like from 60 to 100. Yeah. And it's going to be a long one for sure for those who are doing it right now. But also it's it's one of one of those things I kind of wanted to ask you guys because we get to the whole Q&A for Destiny. But before we do that, it's been out for a couple of weeks and we've already seen multiple nerfs in Diablo. Mm. And I was just kind of curious. How fast is too fast? Because the one, like, for me, what killed a little bit of division was them bouncing around, like, the high end, the streamers, the elites, the people are at 100 in the first week. And I worry they're doing a little bit of that now. Like, you find a good build and you're getting up there. It's like, okay. But, like, 95% of your player base who's not level 100 or cracking on the door just, like, had part of their build knocked down. It's like, I kind of, I know they did a fair amount of testing, but this quick in patching, like, They've had, I swear, nine or ten patches already, and definitely like multiple sets of nerfs. It just seems fast, I think. And I'm not saying it may not be justified, but it does seem a little fast to knock stuff down this early. I don't think that any speed is too fast for this type of game because one, the only people who are truly at the end game and abusing the system are the streamers who can change their build, anyways, right? Anybody else who's further down, it's pretty easy to change your build. It doesn't even cost a lot. Like when you're at max level 100, it's pretty expensive. But at level 60 or 70, where a lot of players are, and those are the hardcore players. Most people are not at 60 or 70. Uh, you can you can pretty easily change your build. The hard part is really getting the armor. But even then, it doesn't take that long. It's 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 kind of you know it. You can you can do it, um, and. I think what they are trying to avoid is a streamer posting a video of like, hey, here's the ultimate build, and then everybody copying that, which I agree would make the game super boring, and I'm glad that they're trying to get ahead of that happening before people get to that level. Um, I think they just have to... They can't they can't cross that that super thin line of balancing the game and making every class feel boring which mm-hmm. Destiny sometimes is on the wrong side of that line, right? They over overbalance, and then every class feels boring and or samey. So, oh, are we offline? No, no, no we're, we're good. good. It we're good. was, we're I good. saw that it, it dropped for a little bit, but it came back, so it didn't feel Yeah, we good, we good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think that they can do it too quick. I think, obviously, it sucks for content creation. My advice, as somebody who made a Sorcerer build guide, Mm-hmm. was I intentionally did not try to make the most powerful sorcerer build. And yeah. I didn't, I put that in the title. I just said, here's a really fun crowd control lightning build where you're zapping people and teleporting a lot. It's just fun. Right. Yeah. And then even in my sorcerer build guide, it's like a 15 minute video, maybe longer than that. And at the end of it, I go, the cool thing about this, this build is that it's probably not going to get nerfed. 
because at, least, at least for a while, power. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not the most powerful build out there, and you can have fun with it. And it it's high risk, high reward. It feels fair, basically. Yeah. And you can totally you can totally copy my build and probably not get nerfed. And my build hasn't been nerfed at all, so I'm chilling on my sorcerer. Yeah, I went um, on my rogue. I was yeah. like, on my rogue, I went rapid fire. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do the whole twisting blades thing that I heard is just like, you know, God tier wrecking everything for kind of a similar reason, because my reasoning early on in the beta was rapid fire for me worked as like I wanted single target damage for like bosses, because if it was rapid fire, I'm just like yes. fanning too much yep. Um, yep. so I could have the range of rapid fire. But then when I saw like twisting blades is the thing, I'm like, I'm kind of in my rapid fire bag. So it's a little off meta. But as you said, it's also a little less going to be under fire. So hopefully it lasts yeah. a bit longer for me. It's not the best build, but I kind of like what you said. It's fun, high fun. risk, high reward. Because if I can set up the poison trap, the caltrops to slow him down to chill him, the death trap mm-hmm. on top, and then if I can fire rapid fire that's shadow imbued mm-hmm. and then just explode 20 guys, it's fun when it pays no. off. But yeah, there's some there's some risk when it go, to put in all the here. pieces together. Here you talk about rogue build because I've been playing with DJ Orosla, and every time I play with him, every connotation in Diablo he correlates to Destiny. He's like, "Yes, I'm doing my blade barrage, and I'm doing this, and I'm a hunter, and I'm like, bro, this is not Destiny, but we're playing Diablo." He's and then I'm doing an ice build. He's like, "Oh, you're using spaces for your warlock." Yeah, DJ. (laughs) And I'm like, "Bro, I'm a sorcerer. You're a warlock. Like everything." And Lilith is Savathun. He literally has made my Diablo experience Destiny. What I'm like, this hey, guy's DJ, out of you just lost the calf off for this. <laughs> They're not the same game, dude. <laughs> he is ridiculous playing Diablo with him. I would just say, but he loves it. Yeah, he, he loves he it. He has it's a problem, a... though. Yeah, he does. He does. We, we love he's, him. He's, he's a little <laughs> unbalanced. <laughs> well, we'll say I have a fun build with um ice barrier and ice shards feeding off of each other. Then I'm gonna try your build though with um kind of lean into shock and electricity kind of thing. And I'm doing like this also this summoning for balance just to have fire. I'm like this summoning like um what do they call it? The Hydra that has like yeah, the multiple the heads and all that other stuff. Yeah. yeah, do that joint. I've been loving that, like my little minions and stuff like that. But yeah, it's fun. It's really fun and the creativity. I just like the fact that I am not penalized for respecting that badly. You know what no, I mean? I mean it's, just, it's boom, really- don't like this, take this off. You know. And you can you have so much storage space, you can easily keep sets of armor in case the meta changes, or even better, you can dismantle them and put them keep into the legendary aspects. Yep. And then you can keep your same armor and switch out the aspects. And a lot of times it works. And there, there's so much freedom. I, I feel like they thought of almost everything with their end game. And so it's going to be pretty resilient. I predict Diablo 4 is here to stay as a life oh, service. Yeah. I think I, oh, I think yeah. it's going to be a long running it's going to be up there with destiny in terms of like how long people follow this game and i didn't really i i don't want to spoil the story i didn't really like the story but if if it if it does one thing well it sets up for live service really well Mm. and i think they i think they chose that over over telling a satisfying story that's what it seems like yeah i could literally see about three more expansions i wonder why right oh exactly (laughs) yeah i don't think they're going to go that route but they could they could 100 percent good yeah um i will say cinematic team holy shit they did a good job they did a the problem excellent is job i mean but told, blizzard always it already blizzard always problem, i mean though. i hadn't really like paid as much attention to all the trailers and stuff so but i mean there's still some of it that was fresh but it's more just the like 
clarity of it, the like the detail on the demons and stuff. I just I really enjoyed. Uh, did you guys see the one Bungie dev talking about how the enemy scaling? I did not. I have I no idea. I, that. I don't know. I don't, who that I don't know if if I I have not seen the uh, yeah Bungie dev talking about it, but I I, mean, I kind of disagree with that. the The way it works from what I from what I can tell just in my testing, at least this is how it worked in the review period. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do any testing when the game was out because I was just playing the game. Um, but uh, is that there's certain regions that have levels. But then once you pass that level, they start to scale with you. And then once you hit max level 50, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. then they start scaling with you percentage wise. And it forces you while staying at the same level, essentially, to get good enough to keep up with them. Yeah. And you can see it when you do nightmare dungeons. Like I did a level 25 nightmare dungeon nice. recently. And like that was tough doing it solo with my build because I was just like, dude, these guys are are kind of brutal. Um, and I'm, I'm, inter- I'm, I'm excited to get back into world tier four where I belong because, mm-hmm. uh, I just haven't had enough time to play. I'm reviewing this game guys, and it's devoured my life and it's such a good game. We'll Can ask we you talk- offline what it is. Cause I know you yeah, what that is. Can we talk though? There is one little pain point and I want to know how you guys well, feel more about than it. One, I'm sure, but yeah, it's, I listed games- several. There, yes, there mm-hmm. are definitely several. Didn't I love this game, game, but it's like. Man, can we get an offline mode? Like it bothers me that I can't play single player offline to continue we my get an offline mode in Destiny. I will tell you True, why it's the integrity it, of characters. That's literally why. Why? Why you think so? But people will, there's PvP like zones and also mm-hmm. the progression of like capstones and people would like be offline and then just like break saves and stuff like that. I mean, that's there's already data mining in the game. It's literally for the mm-hmm. integrity of the characters. It's the same reason. I guarantee you that's why they yep. did it. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason I think Destiny does it too, mm-hmm. Bungie. Yeah. You have yeah. to be on their server playing as their character so they can see everything you're doing and so track all the data and make patches mm-hmm. and yeah. make sure you're not doing anything shady. Or you would shady. just have like cheats offline and that's all but people would be doing. Was it Diablo 3 offline or was that always online no, uh, too? It was offline only on console. Correct. On PC, right. it was always online. It was online, okay. And I actually think that they used the Diablo 3 as a pilot for everything from their seasonal model because they introduced mm. season passes uh, to their scaling and, and uh, the, the, the patches that they did to Diablo 3 early on uh, mm-hmm. to fundamentally change the game. I think that they were using it as sort of a uh, mm-hmm. canary in the coal mine. It, and uh, I, I honestly, Cog, I hear you. And sometimes I'm irritated, especially I'm sure there's people out there who are way more irritated than me, like level 100 hardcore characters who died yeah. because of Disconnect. For Bro, a shot disconnect patch. game. Yeah. But oh. I honestly think for the average player, mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a way, way, way net positive. And I saw mm-hmm. some people slamming on me in my review when I talked about the live service model. And I said, I think the live service model is a good thing. And here's why. And they were like, wow, you sound like a paid shill. I just like live service games, dude. I, I honestly believe that in the right games and with the right studios that are prepared for the model, that they right. can be a huge force for good. And mm-hmm. I think Diablo four is one of those games where like, there's going to be rough patches. Some people are going to complain about it, but I think once you see what you get in return, it's going to far outweigh the disadvantages yeah there's a huge potential for like what you get for 60 bucks alone um it's a like massive game lots of side quests to do the renown the leveling up the in-game the post-game just that alone's there and then even the seasons are going to have a free track 
So anything that is like going to contribute to your character at all, whether it's like, you know, elixir, I don't know what they're all going to be, but anything cosmetic is in the paid track and you can speed through that stuff as well. So it's like anything that you're going to be doing that's cosmetic is going to be possible paid stuff. But if you're just in a live service and you bought the $60 game, you're going to be going probably till the expansion. If you don't even buy the seasons, you're okay. And that's kind of impressive. The campaign skips there and you don't have to pay for it. Transmog's there. There's no limitations. You don't have to pay for anything. There's oh no... yeah, the transmog is excellent. Yeah, once yeah. I made, I made like, wow. I made my, so cool. um, yeah, I made my, uh, gonna say rogue, but mm. all right, yeah, okay. Hunter. I kept thinking it was like Amazon or something. Yeah, not Hunter is what I was also trying not to say. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, uh, <laughs> DJ, DJ, control. I went with kind of like a like a black and purple scheme, mm. and it was kind of like and. Just changed a couple of the paint schemes through whatever worked on. I got like little blades up here in the corner. Mm-hmm. Easy and done. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. cool. Um yeah. so and it is it is fun to get the progression of like I got my first actual unique drop post mm. level 50. I don't even know if you're high enough to know what those are. Um so yeah. you've seen it's legendaries. Be, be world tier I've seen legendaries, yeah. Yeah. So the step above that is like something where you can't imprint on it is a very specific only like very specific piece of gear and i got my first mm-hmm. one of those that's what exotics used to feel like in destiny mm-hmm. and, and there's a tier above that e oh well there's ancestral i know i'm getting ancestral, the ancestral which is even crazier yeah yeah mm-hmm. i only got two or three drops on ancestral before they shut the review yeah. servers off but and i what i actually i know we've been talking about diablo and i know this is typically a destiny podcast but it is it is a loot game right now so it's definitely kind of making you do some comparisons I mean, Tassie's literally doing Diablo versus Destiny in a little mini series that he's doing for. Oh, videos. really? He's comparing them. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, wow. Um, but and I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think Destiny could learn from Diablo, and do you think there's anything Diablo could learn from Destiny? Yes and yes. Okay. I think I think anybody who says otherwise is probably crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, if you mm-hmm. think that neither company does things they can learn from each other, I think that's crazy. Of I would say can. Blizzard has already learned a lot from Destiny. Probably. And I think they're going to continue to learn. I think that they were watching their uh, their old tapes, you know what I mean? Before the big game. <laughs> watching the, the game I mean? tapes before the Yeah, before they were watching off. the game tape, <laughs> and they were talking in the locker room. I guarantee you they were doing stuff like that when they were working on, on Diablo 4. Um and I think that there's still stuff that they they can learn. I think, um, generally speaking, uh, Bungie's uh, community model is really good. Their culture, I think, is really good. Obviously, Blizzard needs help with culture. We know that. Yeah, um, they, could, they could definitely learn that uh, from from Bungie. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm sure there's a million other things. And then I think uh, I think definitely Destiny can learn a lot. Talk about end game sandbox that's well thought out. End game in a uh, landscape. But Destiny has the opposite. Destiny has an end game that feels like it was stitched together haphazardly because it was because they didn't really have a whole like end game plan for Destiny when it launched. In fact, it launched without any end game at all. It didn't even have a raid or an end game PvP mode. It was just sort of a campaign uh, with some extra credit activities afterwards. Um, and Diablo clearly has taken the opposite approach. Obviously, they they happened way after and lear- had the benefit of learning, learning. from De- Destiny a lot. But mm-hmm. 
they launched with a fully featured end game, super thought out ecosystem for what you do after you beat the campaign and hit max level and all that stuff. And um, it is super addicting. Mm-hmm. Paragon boards are crack oh, cocaine. Those sir. are going to be. Oh, my those God. Are interesting, man. Ooh, ooh. Honestly, I get sweats. I get sweaty looking at my Paragon board. Well, my rogue, it. I'm sitting there just trying to start to upgrade the exploit one for vulnerable. That's what I'm just about to get into. And that's the one I really want to start doing. Lift upgrading through nightmare dungeons. Yeah. And that's, oh my God. That's kind of the thing. When you start to see the depth, like you're okay. Okay. So I got you. So you got the Paragon board. You're like, okay, I got to get my points to get there. You'll eventually plan out your path. Like if you get to level hundred, cool. But then you're like, okay, so then it can take a glyph. Right, and then I can work on upgrading that to make and the upgrading. radius wider and get the bonus points, and that's it's just kind of like that's. And again, that's like the people who are going to go for getting a glyph to level fifteen. That's going to take some time, but mm-hmm. that truly go- does give like the hardcore player, like we all yes. are in Destiny, that yes. end game pursuit. And I think that's where Destiny, yes, is like kind of facing the stalemate right now of. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear a lot of people saying, hey, why does week three feel like week 10 in this season? It was kind of some of the stuff I saw on Twitter last week. It's because mm-hmm. you do log in for five minutes. You can do the story. The dungeon's really cool. Like, I love this dungeon. Literally, outside of encounter being the main encounters, they're about a third too long. Change that. And this is, like, probably my top dungeon. I think it would probably sit there um, just because of how it's all put together. But, like, that's a cool experience. But like you need you want to replay it. I mean, guns don't really set themselves apart. You don't get much more power from them. There's only so many perks and stuff. And that's also part of being a nine year old game. I mean, I can tell you Bungie wanted this to be a 10 year plan and they may have like forced do it. Five year old game, technically. Well, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D2, D2, D2 start. Oh, I thought this was year six, I guess. But yeah, five ish. Um, Either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is year six and then Final Shape seven because D1 was three. Either way, 10-year franchise. They, Because right. I still think this feels like it's part connected to D1 since those servers mm-hmm. are apparently mm-hmm. a thing still too, you see. Um, mm-hmm. But that's like, it's the little nuanced progression and I've heard multiple people talk about it. It's like the final 10% would love something to grind for that is not right. just like, you know, either unlocking patterns or just getting a different perk. There's no progression of power. And now there's zero progression of power in a season, which isn't like power doesn't mean, I guess that's kind of like going full circle. Even when you get to lightfall and you kind of do your leveling up again, power really doesn't have much of meaning because now the activities are like set on power difficulty. So it's like this full circle of your hardcores don't have anything to really aspire to go for. Like when you said a Paragon board is like crack, there is absolutely nothing like that in Destiny. Now, granted, yeah, they're very different games and I get that, but that's like... But they're, that's... they're they they de- I think Bungie has tried stuff like that. Like I honestly think weapon crafting was them trying to give like end game nerds like a really dense, super crazy mm-hmm. thing to do. And I think that's why they wanted to have fifty currencies in the game or whatever. They just wanted yeah. to make it like super aspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I think they fell short of that because it kind of has the opposite of incentive. But I would say honestly, if Destiny could learn something from Diablo. 
do world tiers, bro. Oh, yeah. Why Ooh. aren't there world tiers in Destiny? I mean, people would lose their minds. A contest there were world mode tier this. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. There's even they like kind that. of already have it for activities, but just right. a world tier in general, if you could turn up the difficulty of Destiny as aspirational content. Can you imagine? Then we've no. said this probably. I don't even know if this was before you were on the show, Travis. We probably joked about this, but now, well, like once you get tier three of Helltide Zones, it's just on for an hour. But in Destiny, you could literally have like a, you know, a Grandmaster planet for a day and it just rotates. And if you're going to go do bounties on EDZ and all of a sudden you're in Grandmaster difficulty, you got to pucker up and go. Like, yeah, I, I mean, mean, and make actually, the rewards, you know, yeah. and. Now, the other problem is the rewards that you can get in Destiny. Is the juice of like a Grandmaster planet or a boosted planet like that? Is there anything that justifies it? That's right. the other just, part. Uh, I would say just increase the drop rates. Like if you could play everything on Grandmaster difficulty and then increase your drop rates for exotics and materials that people like and that sort of stuff at higher difficulties. Because kind of the problem with destiny that we always talk about is you don't really feel like you have control of your own destiny. Ironically, uh, you, you're sort of at the mercy of like crazy chances oh, and all gee. that stuff. And then you go in and you do a GM version of the raid. And even that doesn't guarantee you the exotic drop from that raid. Like it's crazy. So, um, yeah, just increase percentages and that way you don't have to do the power creep thing. But I think maybe power creep should be a thing. If, you're going to add tears yeah because it's a it's okay if you add tears as long as the game is creeping in difficulty with you because right. um, that's something that i think Diab diablo does pretty good which is like it makes the numbers go big but your powers don't spiral out of control to where it's like an actually busted game right. um obviously they're very different games and they have completely different things to consider but mm -hmm. i think they uh i think they could do world tiers Grandmaster yeah, World they, Tier and Destiny. Yeah, they can learn from each other. And I think from like, sorry, I get you. No, no, no. You're probably saying what I'm saying. Yeah. So you go. No, I was just going to say, Um, yeah, I think that like almost like the play on the contest mode. I think the clear thing that Diablo does well that Destiny can learn from them is that I feel that at every stage of the game, from the beginner to the intermediate to the end game, there is clear and concise objectives of what you should be doing and where path you should be going, even with the, the quest tab and stuff like that. And that, to me, has always been, as we've always said, for the new player in Destiny. And even, let's be honest, if Bungie has been around and they've definitely paved the way for everyone else, and now everyone can yeah. iterate and make it better. But I do feel like Destiny community relies this is going to go against E a little bit, but too much on the content creator no, to explain to wrong. them how you should be doing the end game and what's the official as the game itself pointing the player and saying, Hey, this is what this new currency in the battle pass does that allows you to do a deep site residence. And like no one knows what's going on. If it wasn't for the top content creators in destiny, yeah. that to me is the disconnect. The game itself is not structured or it should be more structured into telling the player exactly where they are in their journey. These are the things you should be focused on. Now they're trying with the, what is it? The player experience with the level or whatever, you know, but it's, it's like a, is, right. Sorry, it's still, an intent. Yeah. Sorry. I want to scream real quick. No, please, Take go, commendations go, go. out of guardian ranks. Seriously, get them out of there. I'm so tired. I'm literally, I've been sitting at nine and I've done like all the other activities and it's just cause I haven't done as many like match made things. <laughs> To get, like, the commendations. I'm like, I'm sorry, but get that shit out of there. I'm tired and of it. I'm a guy, I agree, and I'm a guy who uses, like, I'm in the, as soon as the match ends, 
the loading of the characters takes so long yeah. so that sometimes I'm like, yo, I want to be very fair with who I feel I should divvy out the commendation, right? By the time I figure it out, it's like eight, ten seconds, yeah. and, and things over, and I'm like, come on. And then when they leave, you can't give accommodation post oh, I know. if they left the thing. So it's like, again, it's these half measures, it's these, these early steps that they're still meandering through. Like, and I'm not you know, like, yeah. Zenthos had a good point. He's like, they they kind of did that with Neo Muna, but the, are, the enemies are harder, mm -hmm. but there's no payout. And that's kind of one of the things of like... You want to, like, if you're walking around Diablo, you can literally kill anything because every so often, at my tier at least, I'm level 60, a sacred legendary might drop off a bat for right. whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So if you're running around Neomuna and you're just killing enemies and all of a sudden, like, oh, killing stuff, the effort of killing the enemies on Neomuna doesn't do anything for you, really. And then on top of that, and these are some of the points, like, recently that people have the issue with, if you want to farm the Neomuna weapon patterns now, it's worse oh. than it was before. Really? It is. They nerfed the drops. They got rid of the um, exotic yeah. patrols or the heroic oh, patrols. Wait, they got rid called. of the, the, the gold patrols? It's like there's less of them or they don't drop yeah, it. And then you have to, yeah, you're right. The drop rate, sorry. Or maybe they're not there as much, but then you have to. I don't know if they even drop them anymore. It's just from like heroic public events or something. Like mm -hmm. they are. Destiny is afraid to give you loot and Diablo will shower you with it because that's part of the build. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's 500 you weapons a... of Destiny, and you, it doesn't almost yeah, I seem. Still to... want more. I want more pat for that. There's no patterns for that pulse. Sorry, get get yeah. that. You're pulse. more rewarded for fishing for a really long time than you are for going around and killing. I was like, red right here, and on that bombshell, we're done. Because man, I can't top yeah. that. Like, like, but like that's the, true. The <laughs> fact, the fact that there's a fishing streak, but not a running around killing thing streak, is crazy. I mean, shouldn't exactly. your your drop chances go up the longer you're in a patrol zone or running strikes or whatever? I mean, yeah, like, like the hell tides with the currency, and if you die, you lose half, so you got the little bit of risk and reward. Mm -hmm. If you were they in a zone, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we had that was literally a flashpoint zone. That was kind of like yeah, the high activity. Zone. Exactly. Facts. And so, then D one used to do the streaks, the strike streaks. Remember, and oh, we used yeah, to scoring increase is... the rate on that, and yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. And again, there's some whiteboard covered in all of these decisions somewhere sitting in Bungie. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I I do feel it's the juices. Even thinking about like the dungeon, I enjoy doing them for the solo flawless to complete it. But going mm -hmm. in a dungeon to grind out, say like weapon drops in a dungeon, mm -hmm. due to like the length of them, even with a group, doesn't feel like you get that much. And then mm -hmm. I know it's a different experience for time and things like that, but... Mm -hmm. You might get like a couple drops. Maybe it's a bad roll. There's no crafting involved. There's no real power differential. And it's like, do I have a waveframe grenade launcher already? Yeah, I got a forbearance. Do I really need the new stasis one? Does it do anything really different or is it more powerful? Mm -mm. And I think that's the big thing that Destiny now is losing steam on is just the we power gotta be, fantasy. Is We got to be honest, though. I mean, in fairness, this is what? The eight. I mean, we 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 have veteran fatigue at this oh, point. Oh, I mean, like, I fully agree. Like, well, that's why I said like know. a ten year franchise living this long. I'm like, it's gonna get stale. I get that to yeah. a point, but also we're gonna talk about the future of Destiny in like mm, two months. Yes, August twenty second. I am so curious about all of that because of all these things we're kind of hating right now. Whether mm -hmm. the new player experience isn't great, whether we're bored, whether Travis isn't a PvP man anymore, we gotta talk to. I mean, we like. It's, I mean, Remedy. what is X Defiance going to have 12 maps in a year? 
Come on. Remember that was crazy. I, I was like, did you I, hear? I, 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 was love, like... I, lo- I love how uh, triggered the entire Destiny PvP community was by X Defiance. <laughs> I was literally going to take a they screenshot. They were so triggered. Literally, the first thing I thought was, wow, that's like crazy that Destiny is. And then I opened up my phone and I saw all the top tweets <laughs> were, yeah, just coming in being like, dude, Destiny, what's wrong with you? I was like, wow. I see this not just me, a, a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah look, it, yeah. The, the, the problem, like I will continue to say, is it's harder to motivate when you are achieving success. It's harder. They haven't been pushed in a way because right now, even on a hardcore, quote unquote, mid or bad stretch, yeah. their engagement is still off the roof. You know, financially, you know, I'm, I'm assuming at... they're doing well, right? I, so still number until, nine on Steve charts right now. Yeah, like I look at Xbox Most Played. I look at Steve chart and I'm like, wow, I'm over here, you know, not as engaged as I used to. But the, the 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 metrics say otherwise, right? So until Diablo makes a significant cut, until we get an Outriders or Division now comes back, or this what's that? There's a new one though. It's coming out. Everyone's getting hype about. There's a new one. There's a new looter. Oh man, Travis, I know you know it. It really looks right. pretty. What is it's it? A, it's a new looter coming that everyone's excited about. That looks really sharp. Is it a shooter? the name of it i know what you're talking about too wait describe is it, it like, i'll know it is it something oh, odyssey no. like chrono odyssey i don't know if that's a looter though it's a pretty game but i don't know if that's a looter describe it i'll know it what is uh, it it's very pretty looking i gotta follow slow-mo he's all i gotta follow his account i'll get the name for you trust me everyone's no, got just... excited about this new one i just seen it briefly in passing it has like a I want to say like an anime style to it. I'll get you the name of this game. I mean, oh, second. I'll get you. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'll, I'll get the anyway. name Well, I mean, Necromancer Zale said, he's like, I never get loot fati- fatigue in Diablo. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm clearing out my inventory a lot and selling it, but I'm getting stuff for it. Like, I'm getting a bunch of loot and I'm getting stuff for it. I'm not getting my 11,000th sal- 11, legendary shard that I have no purpose to use. Mm-hmm. So even as you break down, you get it, like you get an exotic in Destiny and you break it down and you get First like... Descendant. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's First I mean. Descendant. Mm-hmm. Can I say I got to play that before? Oh, for the... <laughs> Cut no, that part I out. Mean, you uh, <laughs> I feel like yeah, uh, yeah. It's ran by Nexon. Yeah, I mean that's a looter. Yeah. Um, okay. So I mean it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I've that's unreal. I think as well. So it's like there's that's an open beta. I know what you're talking about now. So yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Barbara. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is Nexon. It is going to be eastern developer so it's going to be possible pay to win issues stuff like that um no but it's like you think about a legendary you have the ability to take an aspect off you have an ability to break it down and get a currency that you can use for imprinting for enchanting to be able to like the just because you get loot doesn't mean it's totally useless and a lot of like so much of the loot that you get in destiny now is only just about the perks or it's kind of dead kind of useless and you're just like let me get my twelve thousandth legendary shard and it's Mm -hmm. just kind of it's nice to get this is why you play other games it's nice to get a fresh perspective especially on a loot based game and as you said an action rpg completely different doesn't have the fidelity doesn't have the guns guns don't have to every single one of them feel unique i will say this though Mm -hmm. here's another thing destiny could learn from diablo Mm -hmm. fundamental thing easy to change what glimmer cap Oh god. Yeah, no, that cap. God What's shit. the gold cap? I don't think there e. is one. Is there? Yeah. 
I have, is it I 99 mean, million or something? I don't know. I heard some people spend yeah. 200 million trying to do some stuff. So, I mean, I believe it's crazy. I haven't, I haven't mm-hmm. found a bottom yet, but that's mm-hmm. like a great example of, you know what, Cog? <laughs> you know what, Cog? You, first of all, it was about time we got you now. First of all, <laughs> you know I found a bottom. Okay. Second of all, <laughs> how dare you, sir? Well, that was that that got Cog real uh, good. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, like, gonna let that one rock. Laugh. I was like, I know exactly where this guy's dirty ass mind is. Jesus. Literally, Sam. dirty ass mind. Come on. Dirty ass mind. But boom. <laughs> continue, intended. sir. Continue. 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 <laughs> but like you were saying, oh yeah, like right it's. I was going to say. First of all, there a lot of their economy stuff mm-hmm. is bananas. It is very good. Like, and it it just it it makes. This is why I always tell people to play outside other of games. the gym pouch. Give me that. <laughs> it's the only one. Yeah. True. That's true. That's true. But that that's sort mm-hmm. of. That's a side economy. That's like a customization storage thing, which yeah. I'd say they mostly got storage right. But like a couple things that just make me. This is why I'm always telling Destiny players, you need to get out of your your bubble because you play other games and you realize all the ways in which Destiny is sort of falling behind. And I, I say that as somebody who still loves the game. Yeah, and I still love you it. Know, no, you, see, you can still love the game while also going, you know, there's like ever, almost everything they do. A game is sort of doing it better. And I think when it comes to end game and economy diablo economy. destroys destiny and the economy part is almost like a lot of the bungie's excuses in the past have been like oh it's a, a bandwidth thing or a storage thing and stuff like yeah. that it's it a, just makes me wonder it's a digit in does, like some data file to how many of a currency yeah. you have i'm like no it's not I, yeah, we, How we does Diablo that. not have a glimmer cap and have all of these systems around the economy and the way that you play around and move currencies and it just makes sense to me. Right. Diablo yeah. just I I'm not even like a Diablo diehard person who knows everything about Diablo series. But when I was playing it and dumping jumping to the end game, I immediately got like how glyphs worked and paragon points and boards. And like I was just like every time I thought I had run out of. Uh, runway I found mm. more and I was just like oh my god this like they, they thought so hard on how to make this super addictive and like have a long tail to it so well, like yeah. take what they put in the game recently and I don't want to bash the idea of the I don't even know if it, like the deep sight synthesizer or whatever that thing is called in yeah, the season pass we had no other source you can get for the season there is no other but I'm like why is it chosen to be limited first in the season pass? You can only hold one at a time. There's three issues right there. Why is it not like a place that you can literally go earn? I'm like, you want to like, why would, why would no fun cap? I mean, you say, but like fun cap, like why would you limit my ability to go try and unlock all of these things? You want me to log in and engage. If I can literally go grind out all the raid weapons, if I can do this, if I have an, and you know, and I have a path to go after that, not a wall in my face. You, know you would what? see me playing more. Trust. They don't trust that the player is still going to stay after being showered and engaged with stuff. And it's this. 
I've always called it the fake engagement model yeah. where it's like cap the exotic cipher, cap the deep stone revenue. So if they get too much of this, it's the same thing when we say when they, when they call the feds in the minute we have an exploit that we find in a, an efficient farm. <laughs> you already know, bro, but we're going to sit here and look for things that we've been begging for and the feds don't come for that. The feds don't come for our requests. So that's just what it is. It, 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 they've historically, I think it's trust. I think at the end of the day, you know, they, they're so concerned about engagement and metrics. They're very analytic driven. That's the, the impression I get from them, at least from the outside. And that, you know, they talk not... about that, the Q&A today, actually, <laughs> you know, and, and they have to let that go because they got to realize when you shower and you allow people to feel good about themselves or whatever, whatever, that encourages also sharpening that encourages people to say, OK, I can help you because I, I got this, whatever, whatever. It, it, it creates that community that they are so worried about you. I guess you're in hours having to come back every day to make it that you know, live, lived in kind of game that I think they get in their own way sometimes. Yeah. And it's just, it, they just got to trust. They got to just let go of that. You're going to be fine. And that's the good of seeing things like a Diablo and these other games that are, that are doing this, that they're going to, they're going to be all right, man. They're going to be all right. It's and like, you, so, you want the new player to feel good. So the fear would be mm. like, take last wish. For example, people are already going to farm the absolute living daylights out of that next week like you're gonna be living in there that's one of the few times if i can find a group to run that a little bit mm -hmm. that i will pause diablo because mm -hmm. the weapons in there are great they actually made made compelling weapons perk combinations craftable all that stuff in there damn near the entire last wish arsenal is great okay mm -hmm. so yeah. here's what you're presented with you're like you got people who want to play raids they don't do that that often so we've solved that then mm -hmm. you've got craftables and stuff like that you're not going to get all craftables and then make the path to be able to get this like deep sight synthesizer or something um, a reasonable grind to go after. But the people who want to put in the work to do it, let them go grind and do it. And then you have people spending time in your game, logging in on like a multiple daily basis to grind these things out. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the point? <laughs> yeah, I, but I think I think to what Travis said like way back, it also comes sometimes this is where they listen to the community too much <laughs> because remember in the d2 era when it first started they overshowered I, I believe in the beginning they were giving out a lot of stuff and i think they got nervous about that so sometimes it is taking a hard stance and saying like this is the type of game we're gonna be and and, and sometimes they, they struggle committing to that they they in fairness to Bungie, they have tried to serve many masters. Oh no! They're I mean, nobody, nobody's leader. ever going to yeah. win that. Yeah. Yeah, they've tried to. They've tried to be to everybody, and you you can't win that war. So you have to eventually define who you are specifically and kind of stick with it. And I think that's that's just what it is. They they consistently evolve all the time. So we get these different iterations and versions of them. Yeah, it's just some the fact the deep sight synthesizer they were scared of. And yes. you know it because the placement yeah. of it, it's sitting in the season pass. You're limited on six. You can literally hold one at a time. Right. I mean, that's about as bad. Like that, that tells you it was like, hey, this is an idea. We want to baby test it. We're going to put it in the season pass is literally a, a seasonal beta. I mean, that's what it is for that Pretty piece much. of. And then you turn around. But I'm like, you can make it hard to go after. Mm -hmm. I mean, what if you had to go run 10 strikes to get one? Yeah. Like Bro, people would, people might hate the grind, but you're gonna have people engaging in because the the hardcore grinders they're still gonna do it. Yeah, so it's I'm like, st still looking for an, not to cut you, but I'm still looking for a consistent path for ascendant alloys, the one that allows you to yeah do your enhanced traits. I, I gotta go to the I gotta go. What's the homie? Um, 
that's in the tower. You know what I'm saying? The Cryptarch. I got to go to your man, Raul, oh, and then he wanted to argue like 400 for the joint. Like, come on, bro. There's no so There's no yeah, guarantee. inflation is what? real. Inflation oh, hit him real hard. hard. Like, he's... I want Spider-Back. He I want Spider-Back, uh, bro. What was you the, wanted a uh, corrupt organization over yeah, here. I think he might have been part of the Silicon um, Silicon Valley Bank. He might have been part <laughs> of that one, so... Yeah, he's um, a tough game over there. Man. I love that you uh, call him Raul, like he works <laughs> at an auto body shop or something. <laughs> Raul? <laughs> <laughs> no, my Latino homie, Raul. Yeah, Raul. Raul. You know Raul. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't Raul. pick up on that quite as clearly. Yeah. Thank you, Travis. I appreciate this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to remember that next time on stream, guys. We're gonna go visit Raul. <laughs> yeah, go visit Raul. Oh man, his mom makes pupusas. You wouldn't believe it, dog. They're good. Yeah, <laughs> got carne. You know what I'm saying? A side of yeah. Yeah, Raul. <laughs> The guy who does the voice. I'm, de I'm, de I'm definitely going to call him spinning. Raul from now on. <laughs> I have to now. It's just he is Raul. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, and I was like, we all have always been passionate about this game. That's why we sit here and do this crazy podcast for 253 episodes. Like, we, mm -hmm. there are many things to enjoy about Destiny. As I said, like the newest dungeon, they freaking crushed it. Like, they did so well on a lot of pieces of it. But on the other side, you have frustrations like, the Neomuna weapon crafting farm is worse than it's like, I don't even want to do it. <laughs> you know, I actually I was thinking about this like um, Destiny's content has been pretty good, minus a lot of Lightfall. But I think that was an outlier. I, I'm hoping yeah. it was an outlier. Yeah. Right. Um, Destiny's content has been really great lately. And I think the things that people are complaining about are actually not really having anything to do with the content. It's all ecosystem stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all like this, the, the game that exists around the content and destiny is strangling the fun out of the, the activities that are good. And it's kind of the opposite of Diablo four, because my main criticism of Diablo four, the reason it didn't get a 10 from me and a lot of people gave it a 10 is it kind of has the opposite problem where like the ecosystem is so fun. You almost don't mind that there's not that much content in terms of actual content. It's like a lot of the samey dungeons. You're yeah. repeating dungeons. When you do nightmares, you're doing dungeons When you're doing, it's kind of all the same stuff. And I feel like Diablo has proven that if the ecosystem is good enough, if the game that exists around your activities is good enough, people will grind and I think that that's where Diablo, uh, Destiny 1 was. The original Destiny was missing content, but the ecosystem around it was so good. People were just playing the same content over. And I feel like Destiny has worked so hard on its content, they've actually switched it to the mm -hmm. point where now the content is great and the ecosystem is so bad, it makes it mm -hmm. difficult to really enjoy the activities. And so I'm just waiting for Destiny to exist where the content and the ecosystem around the content are both in a great place and we have a golden age of destiny. I just, it's, we're not there right now. And that's why I feel like it, it puts a damper when even, even fall on the heels of their best dungeon ever. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a drag to play destiny in some regards. Cause there's just so much baggage around the rest of the game. Yeah. I mean, we had, life, yeah, it's like um, uh, sinister said it in chat. He's like quality of life versus content. Yeah. And you got to find that balance of both. As you said, trying to find the, you know, we we raise the capacity of like your currencies and all the limitations and stuff. So if you want to get out there and farm, like I get so many prisms now, they could be in my postmaster, and then they fall out of there, and then I'll get some more. But I can't hold them. 
can't hold them. That's the yeah, thing. I was like, so you can annoying. actually go run Match Made Hero Nightfalls, get a decent amount of prisms going. I'm like, cool. But I'm still stuck yeah. at 50, and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, correct. Um, so there was technically a TWAB. There are some questions in there. We'll try and get, hit some of the high ones, because they go... Kind of did an internal Q&A, so it's like self-led Q&A, which is kind of funny. Um, they said, in PvE, up, ability uptime is very high and is, has increased despite global changes to base cooldowns. What are your current thoughts? Um, they're kind of looking at it, but we don't want ability uptime to balloon to a point where power spike from abilities, uh, ability activity ceases to become a spike and becomes the norm. Um, I know you'll see people like Salta Greppo saying we get stuff up too often. You'll see the other side where it's, you know, we don't get them enough. Things are getting nerfed here. I'm not happy about that. Uh, they said with aspects, armor mods, artifact perks uh, that rely on players being able to throw or destroy tangles, they're actually going to lower the cooldown for like tangles by a little bit. But they just said if it was too low, like every time you got like a kill, there'd be too many tangles on the field. Um, Broodweavers, they were intended to be the minion masters. Broodweavers feel weak. Uh, and threadling, Threadlings feel very weak in in-game, so they're going to be working on changing a new, the Broodweavers newest strand aspect, the Wanderer, um, to hopefully address nerfing, some feedback. And nerfing potentially suspend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and been that's, a long time coming. I know. It was like, I heard Dado say, I watched his video partway through, at least on this before we started, um, and he said, it's like, yeah, it's like I did expect nerfing suspend being powerful. Mm -hmm. But I was like, part of that's the identity of the class, because you don't do damage with your abilities. It is like the it does a lot of crowd control with the suspend, which I mean, yeah, it's strong. You can. Yeah. I mean, you do take away a lot of the challenge, though. I oh, I know. I mean, and that's thing. it's kind of a balance. I just hope they don't nerf it too far. I guess that's kind of thing. We'll just we have all to hope see. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how does the team feel about the current suite of grenades? Some are too strong, some are too weak. Shocking. Um, hand cannons Ooh, are getting a buff. Says e. Yeah. Uh, hand cannons. Now, this actually was shocking. PVE damage of hand cannons against miners are going to be getting another 20% buff. And against majors, they are getting a 75% buff. But you ever want to wonder why something feels bad in PVE? Yeah. Now you know. Listen, handcans were my favorite weapons in D1 because they, they hit like a truck and mm -hmm. they felt powerful. And then obviously the ammo was limited, but you had They were that. everybody's favorite for a while. Yeah. Do you remember and that? That was the meta. They're Bungie's favorite. We've had so many yeah, exotics. We had so many exotic hand cannons. People get tired of exotic hand cannons. Remember that? Yep. Remember the the first curse? Remember that one? Oh, that was never good. Oh my god! But it's just like, yeah, it, it's it, it's they so they don't feel good in D two. So yeah, I mean, let's go, let's go. It's I, like seventy five percent, yeah, chunks. And you take that plus like you know your malfeasance you were excited about. You got a hand cannon that's now chunking a boss down. Mm -hmm. Might actually be a little bit of fun. Um. Kinetic weapons seem to be falling behind as builds get more intricate. And I was actually sitting there staring at my, you know, my general builds. Like, you got heavy weapons. You're either going to run Riptide, Arbalist, Wish Ender in the top. And then you got your Void. Incan like, Void, like, Repulsor still needs a little bit of work. But you've got your Incandescent or your Volt Shot, like, for your SMG that sits in the middle. Like, those are your, like, PvE weapons. Like, PvP, you got a little more variety in there. But PvE... That's yeah, like my loadout for everything I end up going to yeah, do. We're, we're living in the era of the energy primary yeah. is the way to go. 
You know what I mean? As opposed yeah. to the, like, I know they try to be cute with the little tremors. Genetic but, tremors. It's not bad, yeah. but I mean, bad, but. like it's it's not gonna win that slot for me, especially if that's you know, say it's a barrier weapon. I can handle that. When you see kinetic, you don't feel as strong with it. Mm-hmm. Just a basic kinetic. Yeah, question. this this was weird wording. I listened to Dado read it. And he did the same thing mm-hmm. I did. I'm like, hold on, words? What? We're continuing to look at kinetic and have something planned on a year of final, sorry, year of the final shape timeline that may make them a little more unique. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say the other line because I don't want to throw con- like speculation mm-hmm. out there or anything crazy. But the the way it's written is like. They have something planned on a year of the final shape timeline. So is that during the course of the year of the final shape? Is that how you read that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it's weirdly worded. I'm like, you could put that in a different way, but uh, how does the team feel about Glaives? Um, I'm a Glaive user. Are you? Yeah, I'm a big time Glaive. The class specific exotic Glaives are going to get some love because those are, those are trash. Yeah, we know that. Um, on a high level, some PvP and PvE users might get some use out of them, but in general, I think they're... Yeah, shout out to Sinister of Excalibur. God, people sleeping on that. But I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, I want to like go into a healing build with the Warlock one, with the thing, but it's just like, there's yeah. no advantage to use those class-specific exotic glaives. Something I'm not about the projectile travel on glaives, for me, mm-hmm. is just like, it's... I know they even bumped up the speed, but it's just when I'm like, I'm kind of there, and then I miss with the projectile. It's like, it's the only one that feels like it's a little off to me. Whatever reason, it's just not quite, it doesn't connect enough that it's usually not worth me using the thing. Um, How does the team feel about the current state of, oh, no. How do you determine what gets nerfed? Here we go. This is the one I was trying to bring us to. (laughs) Here we go. I'm going to hit this. All right, I'm going to just read, I'm going to read a decent amount of this real quick, and then we'll kind of wrap up the show. Mm -hmm. Um, just to comment on the persistent bunchy bun- bunchy balances based on usage narrative. This is not oh, the narrative. case. See below. Oh. No, that's mm. the narrative that they hear from you. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is not the case. Please <laughs> see below. So what when we're deciding what to do for a balance pass, we look at five main sources of information. Internal feedback from place testing and our own experiences of playing the game live. Live feedback sor- feedback sourced from players' weapon usage. Typically, we look at usage by owners as to not miss what's going on with low ownership weapons. Um, weapon effectiveness, kills per time equipped, win rate with a weapon equipped, and so forth. Uh, design analysis of the implementation of a weapon, looking through weapon perks and other data to see if something is broken. Uh, having pulled together a list of weapons, we'll, uh, we'll go through them and identify what's contributing to the issues. In some cases, it's innate to the weapon itself and we'll adjust it, but in other cases, it's a specific perk combo. The overall weapon type, uh, rather than a single weapon or lack of competition, we can address the issue without touching the weapon in question. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, some of the logic for which weapons get attention changes depending on the focus of the season. If we have high representation of a weapon type in seasonal artifact, we're shipping several new weapons of a certain type or encounters that play with specific weapons, They'll dig into matching weapons to make sure they perform well with the season focus for other teams. So that is where they sometimes steer the meta, depending on what content and artifact is just coming. And that's Mm. sometimes part of the issue, I guess, as well, is, you know, it's like, okay, so you do want to play Ark, but if Ark doesn't feel that great and you're kind of stuck in Ark for half of the artifact, maybe it doesn't feel quite as strong versus a previous season where you're like, I'm just blowing stuff up with Strand, Tangles are like bombs over here. And then now Strand isn't quite as good. It's okay, but 
It's, it sounds to me like they try to control or guide the meta too much. Thank that you. The, I was just that about was, to say that. That was the <laughs> takeaway I got from that. They, they, the artifact literally influences the oh, meta yeah. for the season. So Why it's like, what do you let think? the meta be the meta. You know what I mean? Players are clearly going to exploit and pick out the yeah. best things that's going to yeah. match and be optimal. They this don't like time, us being I think optimal. We, we've all been we've all been assuming they were trying to make the game balanced, and it turns out that they're just trying to make it change in whatever direction they want it to change mm -hmm. in yeah. during that season, and then they mm -hmm. switch it. It's interesting. Uh, and then they got exotic, exotic armor and build crafting. They said my favorite exotic armor could use a buff. Any plans? They are working on some uh, for the next batch in season 22. They said some are a little too strong, some are a little too weak. I think a lot more are weak than too many are strong, in my opinion. There's a lot of weak exotic armor in general. Yeah. Uh, can you explain the recent snobby changes? I'm not going to read that paragraph. They <laughs> apparently have the reason. Are there any plans for more exotic armor interactions with exotic weapons, like necrotic grip and weapons mm. of sorrow? We feel these special connections between exotics are best when they're rare and a little bit hidden. That being said, we would like to add more of them to the game, especially for Hunters and Titans. Keep out, for, keep an eye out for the future. Hunters Warlocks keep the synergy. You guys, let me stop. But, okay. <laughs> let me stop. That's one of those things that would actually give you a reason to try and pursue a combination. Absolutely. And if they, like, they limit it and keep it too rare, that's one of those that takes away a little bit of, like... You could have some armor and weapon synergy going on, and again, like you have Actium War Rig for Titans that allows you to use a certain type of weapon. Machine guns get to be really strong. You've got things like Necrotic Grip and you know your weapons of sorrow for warlocks. But it's like it's so rare, and that's just another one of those things. Like we got like a baby tease of it, but we don't expand more into it. I agree. I agree. Um, will we ever see any pre-Lightfall armor mods come back? Uh, we're playing close attention to how the current armor mod system is performing has, and how well it is being received. Is it our goal that the base armor mods are straightforward and approachable? This should be, they should be the behind-the-scenes foundation of your build, not star elements. Can I make one comment about armor mods, please? Please. Fix your ammo system, and then whatever mods that you take out of the mod system that are mm. all related to armor, put fun stuff back in instead. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm with it. I mean, it's just, it's just a... When double specials are a thing that pops up enough on Reddit, that, like that's a more common way that people run. And you're trying to buff hand cannons and yet double specials are there because ammo is an issue. You're not really helping your cause. Ammo doesn't feel like it should be like ammo finder, ammo finder scout for your buddies, yes, reserves, yeah. scavenger. And then last season it was an artifact perk for void weapons. So you want to really influence the meta. Do that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Anything, I mean, then you got Aeons and stuff like that. And you know, what was the one in New Helmet the... for the Warlock? That one that gives you the heavy when I um target and with oh, the, God, um, the yes, yeah. See, yeah, it one's good. Ammo should not be an exotic perk. I it feel just, you. It I should just you. work. Yeah. Like, ammo should just That's be a good. thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're afraid of everybody living in heavy ammo, but you know, if yeah. people do double and special, they do it. now. Yeah. Um, sorry, frustration I've been having lately. You good. I gotta, you know, I gotta be on my little soapbox every blue moon. Ooh, favorite shade is when? Let's go. Oh, really? Definitely. Rewards, UI, UX popping in here to answer this one. We're hesitant to talk too much about complex features that aren't far enough along to attach specific reefs. But we are going to be sharing info, uh, info, we are going to be sharing info, some new features in this yeah, vein spelling. soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're missing a word there yeah. Um, on some new features soon. So, and they say a complex feature. You're telling me favorite and put at front of list is complex feature? 
I'm not a game dev. Again, this is a big giant armchair question, but I do feel somebody could figure that one out. Let me give you another one. Let's get, you know one thing that Diablo really does well? Oh. <laughs> Let's get an emote wheel that could have multiple emotes for all the ones you're making that's me a good idea. That's for. actually a, that's a so really good point. Yeah. Eight or ten oh, on an emote wheel versus a... Hey. You know how like in Diablo, I could switch to the next one with oh, the with left the and to the right? Click? Yeah. Well, yeah, hey. console you wheels. too. Yeah, you you open wheels. up the wheel and then you can yeah. switch back and forth. So oh, you guys you go side to like side. 18. I just do my I do like my mouse scroll yeah. wheel, which is even like really good. I do side to side. I got Travis. But that's kind of one of those where you go. Overwatch does it like that too. Yeah, it's like I mean, Bro, and that's kind of being stuck between four remotes. <laughs> and that and that's part of being a nine-year-old franchise. I think yeah, that is sure. just some Respect. of the pain points of a game that. They wanted it to be a 10-year-old, 10-year franchise, and they are going to drag this thing across the finish line, hell or high water, to make sure it gets there. And then apparently in there's fairness, a future. In, in fairness, D2 has come, sorry to cut you, but it's come a long way from oh, D1's quality of life. Oh, I will absolutely. always give D2. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, as Travis said, there's like good content in there, but the hamstrings, the the yeah. the bubble of systems working around mm-hmm. it, are kind of taking away the fun of the content mm-hmm. and what, like, I want to go grind out and I want to work on all my weapon crafting. Well, you can do that, like, mm-hmm. really slowly, once every six weeks, and only with six things in the season pass. It's like, it's it's those kind of things that, you know, sometimes you feel them, and sometimes you, you know, get in your vibe. Mm-hmm. But has been about a two-hour show. Is there anything else you guys yeah. want to cover? Iron Banner comes back next week. I do love that Wolf Emblem, by the way, though. Still one oh, of the sicker ones I've seen. I did Absolutely. grind for that. That's why I played Banner. Yeah. I grinded for that, and I grinded for the fusion just in case it becomes meta and whatever. I need, I didn't need my wolf. I, I needed that. Yeah, so that was... Um, yeah, that emblem is for, like, the emblem team for comp and the emblem team for, like, Iron Banner. I'm like, those look sick. Like, there there are things that are, like, they're getting better, but it's just... Uh, Ibantas, would y'all feel the same once the honeymoon f- is over for Diablo 4? So I will answer this. The one thing I've heard about seasons for Diablo is one mm-hmm. thing I hope they change. Now, granted, I don't know too much about seasons, but if Are you, you talking have to... about creating a new character, the renowned grind, mm. I don't mind starting a new character and then leveling it up. Like same thing. I would start a fresh character and go through and level up and do dungeons that like for a seasonal, I kind of know that's how our ARPGs work. I've heard. Mm. And like, I just, you know, you mm. could, you have five characters. You can cycle through seasons or six when they do an expansion. Um, you actually have, 10 character slots that's a lot yeah so it's too many yeah but the renown is something that serves a purpose to grind out once but i do not want to find the altars of lilith every season that is that is that is probably the one thing i would worry about to start other than that for the grind and the season and depending on if they shift the meta around on a seasonal basis we'll see but yeah i mean i will be curious about the season that'll be sometime what this summer, July, August, who knows? They might push yeah. it back depending on if they're working on stuff. But I mean, the fact that I've played as much as I have, I don't, I can't find a play timer on Diablo, which is probably a good thing. Um, but I've played a it's lot. It's on Xbox. Oh, it's mine. Yeah, I can't find yeah. it on Battle.net, which is kind of one thing that I feel I'm missing. I, even on World of Warcraft, I could type like slash played and I would just be able to see it, but I can't. Um, there's a lot of good things about Diablo. There's some pain points that I do hope they work on. Um, 
when seasons come out, it's going to be fresh, but it does it does feel like it's got some decent legs right now. I could see some people getting burnt out, maybe checking in for a shorter piece of seasons and stuff like that. Um, but I will say it kicked it off to a pretty good start. And even though I'm staring at about a 40 level grind to 100, it is one of those right now that I do want to slowly work my way through. Like I want to bounce back and forth between. So my honeymoon probably ended when I hit 60 because you're done with the campaign. The initial part of the end game's done. Now I know what I'm going to be facing and I still enjoy it right now. I'm still there. Mm-hmm. What level are you, Cog? By the way, I don't know if I asked. I'm early. I'm like 25 to 30. Yeah. I'm not. Do you, you finish the campaign? Him. No, I still got to finish it. I would I was, golden I path mad. it, though. What's golden path it? Just the gold quest. Don't get diverted too much. That's what happens. I start doing no, the other I, stuff. No, the I'm, fun, I yeah. am the prime example of this. Like, my brother and I were running around. He was doing some stuff because he was ahead of me because I was still sleeping and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished Act 1, just Fractured Peaks, level 30. Bro, so that is why i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna tell you right now golden path the story every golden quest only question should i am i doing too much by upping the world tier this early or should i just world tier basic and then go basic go basic Uh travis Oh, I mean, I, I I think XP is XP because after you beat the campaign, it's an XP grind. But a lot of people are of the opinion that you should just do World Tier One and blow through it. I think you can do World Tier Two and blow through it. But I've been he's absolutely right. You one hundred percent should gold path it. And okay, like okay. literally, it's a beeline to get your horse. Like because yeah. that's four is the horse. The, yeah. the horse. And then okay. after, right, and then after you have the horse beating the campaign, like you should do that way before you do side quests and everything else. Because oh, so go watch my video. Quest. You like, literally go you are, watch my you two are, videos. You are. Well, if you would have promoted on Twitter, I would have known you had a video, so I could know about. it. I did that today. But yeah. Oh, today. Oh, wow. When did the video drop, sir? <laughs> this one, this one dropped today. Oh, okay. You got it. Oh, you got a new one. Okay, I got a new my one. Bad, yeah, the bad. new new. My bad. My bad. Um, about the two hundred K joint. No, no, the twenty tips, the one that exploded. Yeah, I didn't tweet that one out because, yeah, forgot. Wow. Because, yeah, we yeah. Well, it's my bad. Pin, pin it, damn it. Pin uh, your victories. Uh, no, but yeah, that's. I did the same thing, and then I was like, "There's six acts, and I'm in Act One," and then I was like, "Now I'm in Act two and I was like, "Level 30 I'm like, uh. So then I just went, the only thing I would say is, well, what are you playing it on? Console, PC, TV, what do you want when you're playing Diablo? Between PC, uh, Battle.net, and Xbox. Okay. Yeah, it's got cross uh, progress. Yes, that's the beauty of this this server thing. See, there you go. I will give that. That That, is the beauty of online. That doesn't happen. I will give that. I will bend the knee to that. Um. I would get Actually, a second. It, I would get a second screen with an interactive map because I will tell you to golden path it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like going from point A to point B and you're like, "Hey, let me glance at my map," and there's like two altars of Lilith that are like barely yeah. out of your way, grab them on the way. Like, on that's the way. easy stuff to do. Okay, so I would enough. grab I'll those on your one. I'll, I'll go path it. No, you guys. Are I'll just good. send you both of my videos. It. Just an hour later, you'll be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my man, appreciate it. Look at look at Chad. <laughs> We gotta get Trav out. He's reached, he's got reviews. He, he's reached his limit. I know. Mark. He's like, all right, the two hours. Ready. I'm getting chomping. Uh, our beautiful child is ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys have been go. awesome. Uh, this do. has been a fun Diablo shit. No, I'm just. <laughs> it's been a fun discussion though. I actually did want. I mean, it's been a good back and forth because in the world of looters, well, there are two big ones, and we play both of them now. So, uh, chat. You guys have been a blast. My co-host. You guys have been lovely. Anything you got coming up that you can talk about? Or are you duct tape NDA'd right now? 
I think I can talk about it uh, because it's already in early access, the first four chapters. Uh, yeah. So if you haven't already, you should definitely get a load of my Gray Hill Incident review. It's oh, a, God. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a three out of ten. I also created a playlist. IGN has this feature I called Playlist. <laughs> I created oh, a playlist God. called terrible games ign has made me play and yep. it is just a list of all the games that have gotten a four or lower that i reviewed right now there's nine so that's a lot at least 10 that are below four that'd be great we have a full top 10 well dan just um, now has to find one that looks like it's going to be incented yeah. to you so you actually what's funny is i was supposed my next review was supposed to be a game that i have a feeling is going to be really bad but they uh dis that company which i will not name wisely decided to not give review copies early access copies at all and i'm very curious about it it now makes me want to review it even more now you're going to do um, an unofficial review afterwards anyway i'm reviewing a game right now that i cannot really talk about my opinions about uh beyond the first four chapters but it is a lovely indie game called dave the diver hmm. and it was showcased during the e3 um the the fake e3 that we just Summer had games fest. um it is a game where you play a morbidly obese scuba diver who also operates a sushi shop a sushi <laughs> bar and uh what? This is I, hilarious. so i'm guessing you dive in you get fish you run your sushi shop is it like a little correct okay it's kind of like moonlighter exactly, it's like moonlighter that is exactly what it is and all i can say about it is that the first four chapters that everyone can play i highly recommend they do it it is a delightful game that's what i, <laughs> I like so the word far. choice delightful sounds delightful. like it, it is a it is a delightful little game and <laughs> i i really i can't talk too much about it because i i want to keep my overall impressions um secret but i i'm yeah i'm playing that game that's what i can say respect that dog i think you're gonna get home and sleep you've been Mm -hmm. you've been on Jet 12 lag, podcasts and shows still and podcasts, yeah. still more stuff cooking but uh no guests which i'm very happy about on my op because we had a streak of like four or five in a row and i'm like all right i don't want to talk to anybody i just want to talk to the homies like how we doing <laughs> and just talk regular so i'm looking forward to that miss, miss my dudes and uh yeah duke we we back in pocket with that go check that out that's up the latest one kind of going through the showcases and um more stuff planned guest wise but i want to Spoil it just yet until I get confirmation. So just looking out for that and more travel. People hit me up for uh, PAX West, GCX, all that kind of stuff. So Sweet. got that going on. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then, yeah, me. Uh, I still eventually will. I will eventually do my solo Flawless Dungeon uh, nice. and then Diablo. And yeah. that's kind of my main two right now. And I, I need to play the Liza P demo. I need to play the Final Ooh. Fantasy demo. Um, yes. Those two both. Curious. Curious about Liza P because I'm hearing I'm hearing sorry. mixed. I'm hearing mixed. mixed on Liza P. I'm hearing Bloodborne fans. You could tell it's very influenced by it. But then but I'm hearing Erica, reach, my homegirl was right. It doesn't reach the mark. She has a good video on it. If she's still in here, shout out to her. Um, she said pretty much the slowness of Pinocchio. Like he's he's a little bit too. So I'm curious because you, you're the guy. You're the, you, you guys are the Souls guys. So I'm very curious yeah. how you guys take it. I heard good things about Final Fantasy. I heard demo. Final Fantasy demo is just like. What? Yeah. <laughs> Almost no, the point where it's like, but how you gonna cut me off that like that? Turned hug around. He was yeah. Uh, he was uh, hard against it, and he played the demo, and he was like, "Yeah, that's pretty good." Mm -hmm. so. Shout out to MJ the boss. He said the demo is fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get cool. So much games to play. 
And then um, I know the other two friends that I'm eventually going to surprise. I am not this kind of guy at all. And I'll see if Cog laughs at this. Just the word that I'm actually going to use. I bought my first pair of dunks. What? <laughs> You're what? I'm sorry. Your first pair of what? Explain this to him, uh, E, please. I am please, not a sneaker please. guy at all. Wow. I have friends who are like watching the like releases and trying to get certain Jordans and all this type of stuff. And I was like, all right, I want one decent pair. I need one decent pair of like, you know, sneakers. And I was like, okay. So it's like, what colors? He sent me a couple. I ended up getting a pair. I'll, I'll show them to you when I get them. Happening E in fashion. What? No, I I suck at fashion. I am the worst person (laughs) for fashion. Travis may wear the same thing every day, and he still looks ten times better than I ever will. So man, a suit, the man is looking glorious. Every time. Like, so yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like, but mm-hmm. no, I I bought one pair, so I can just like have wow. a pair of sneakers. So okay, well, not gonna get into the whole trend of buying like fifty pairs of shoes like other friends. I don't have the money for all that crazy yeah, stuff. Next, but I was Nexus like, Nexus Jordans, Nexus Jays. No, no. Anyway, all right, you guys have been amazing. Thank you very much, and it has been. The last, the last word. word.